if you need me on time. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 12 of Filipino Time. Steve is here, checking in. JR, are you here? I'm here, and I'm close to you. Where are you? Where, I, where, 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 where are you hiding? Inches. You're inches Maybe away? a couple from, feet. Okay, the, the viewer can't see, but there's oh, a curtain in front of me, and there's it looks like there might be people behind the right. curtain. Okay, so let's just lift the curtain. Oh my God, JR is here in the same room as I. This is incredible. First time ever we've been in the same room podcasting. Is that right? right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Who, who, whose voice is that? That person's also behind a curtain. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is incredible. Ghosts. Yeah. El Cerrito ghosts. Yeah. So just to set the stage, we have set up, there's, there's, there's guests hiding behind curtains. We're going to pull the curtains off one by one to reveal the guest. JR is now revealed to be, he's in the room with me here in El Cerrito for this big episode 12. Can you pull the curtain? Looks like there's a curtain over here on your on your yeah, right, my left. The curtains in your living room. This it's is- kind of our setup. It's kind of you know we went to IKEA. We kind of went a little nuts. Right. I didn't come here alone. So mm-hmm. uh, the the curtain is covering someone else. That okay. Is part of our family. Uh, our our uh, our uh, our local fact checker. Oh. Our sidekick. Oh. Uh, Mr. Jonathan East Labrador. What's going on, everybody? Holy shit. There he is. Jonathan, it's great to see you. <laughs> to you, Steve. Thank you. You're always, but you're always handsome. Oh, thank you, sir. And by the way, we did listen to the episode one of the Ace Cast yes. out there. It's floating around. We listened to it. We love it. Spotify, yes. Podbean, soon to be iTunes. Soon to be iTunes. Download that episode, friends and family. Right. There may be an episode two okay. or right. coming out. Coming out very, very soon. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah. Okay. Look out for that one. Well, excellent. Well, you know, I think we need to move on to the guest of honor who's been sitting here very patiently behind her curtain, her or his. We don't know at this point. So, I don't know. But I, I have written an introduction, and then I'm going to do do the big big reveal. Here we go. Mm. So this this the guest of honor is many things to many people. She is a daughter, a sister, a mother, and an aunt. She loves to host. She loves to roast. She loves to boast. And who has the loudest laughter? She might have the most. It is my mom, Auntie Edna. Welcome to the show. Hello, boy. Ah, oh, so amazing. So you came up for the holidays. We're here. It's the Thanksgiving holiday. It's Friday. We're all thankful for things. We had a big Thanksgiving party at, yes. at, at the Labrador house down in Fremont. And we're here together all in one room. This is awesome. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Okay, excellent. So, so this is episode twelve of Filipino Time, and from what I understand, you've listened to almost all of them. You're, you're maybe caught up to the, at this point. What's your What's been your experience listening to the podcast? Has it been fun hearing people's voices? Has it been cringing, cringy hearing us talk? Like, like what's like what's it been like? All of the above. That <laughs> mm. we did our job. I kind of like to hear about stories of the the the, the relatives, the ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really, really sorry that I didn't talk to the the oldest person I've ever actually encountered in our family is Teodora, Lola, my Lola Teodora. And she was in her 80s when I was a little girl. And she used to visit us in, in Olongapo where I was born. And um, I used to like, like love playing with her mm-hmm. uh, because she's just... She's just a cute little lady who was who was really good at sunka. Once she gets that sunka, is a is a Filipino Filipino game that uses the shells on a 
Right. Uh, board. On a board. It, it's and also called Moncala. This was before all these games. We had to invent all our games ourselves and made slingshots and things like that from what's available. So Lola Teodoris was one of those mm-hmm. who was really good, very, very good at playing the sunka. Once she gets the shells, once she, once she starts playing, you'll never get a chance. And, and, and she, she's on the Austria side of the family. She is the Austria. She used to be Rosario, Teodoro Rosario. She married uh, Francisco Austria. Okay. They were both 14 and they were set up by, uh, by the Spanish priest because Lolo, my Lolo Francisco was a, an altar boy in Pangasinan. And, and uh, this is like in the late 1800s? In 1860s. Oh, 1860s. Is my mom's name really? Theodora, that, correct. So the, the twins were, were named after the grandmas, Theodora and Gavina. That's Adoyana Bing. So Theodora, I wish I had, I was a little girl mm-hmm. and I wish I had, I had the wherewithal then yeah. to have asked her a lot of questions like, how was, how was it in, in Pangasinan? How was it yeah. when the Spaniards were still there? I only know that she had 14 kids right. and I guess they learned to love each other. So, she had 14 kids? Yeah, 14 kids. And they were both 14. They had 14 kids. When, when or how long were the Spaniards there? 333 years. And 1521 was when Magellan discovered the archipelago. 1521. 1521. And then when, when Jose Rizal, the hero of the Philippines. The, yeah, we've already established he's, 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 he's the man. The national hero. He's a, he, um, so he, he, I didn't really want to be the hero. I wanted Francisco. Uh, there was another one who was the, the, the revolutionary. He mm-hmm. was more of the revolution rather than the Martin Luther King. Yeah. Kind of like your Malcolm X, your Martin Luther King. Right. He was the revolutionary. He wanted yeah, to he fight lo- the, the, the Spaniards. He, want, he wanted to throw he them wanted, into the ocean. He wanted to kill them all. Yeah. You know? Like Matala wanted that guy to be the hero. Serizal yeah. wrote a couple of books that incensed the Spaniards. And I read them mm-hmm. both in English and Spanish. Yeah. No Limitang Heren, El Filiburus, El This is like in 1890-ish? Well... You know, no, like uh, t- turn of the century. Oh, because early. he was killed. He was shot by a firing squad. Mm-hmm. Oh, the- gosh. Yeah. So, but I wanted yeah. that other one. I forgot his name. Who's that? Anyway, he was a little blue. <laughs> We're not the ones that. Francisco. <laughs> we don't know his name. Francisco yeah. something. Yeah. Maybe we can. You want to. That's a hard fact check. I mean, that's a hard fact check for me to try to Google. Yeah. Like, I'm not quite sure what's. I would a- think of the name. Okay. I think of the name. But Jose Rizal was a, a pacifist. Mm-hmm. He was the he went to Spain and Germany to actually do it. You know, he was one of the more prominent Filipinos at the time. Mm-hmm. The Spaniards did not want the Filipinos to have an education, kind of like the the the, the African Americans. You know, they didn't want them to learn how to how to write and read and things like that. But he was uh, he was the Renaissance man, mm-hmm. man. He was he was painting. He was. He was a doctor. He was a. He, he was he like was, Leonardo da Vinci. He was more than Le- that. Leonardo more than that. For, some, for a little guy, yeah. for a little guy, a little Filipino guy, they would never expected that. And he wrote a couple of books that in in in, mm-hmm. the, in on, on abroad yeah. about the Filipinos yeah. being slaves to the Spaniards. Yeah. I remember they came out with a movie like ten or fifteen Lots of years ago. Lots of that was Rizal. pretty good. Rizal. Yeah. Yeah. Rizal. Who played him? Oh, lots of Filipinos. Okay. Yeah. In one movie, but it's like kind of like that one about. uh, And then there's uh, his girlfriend in the movies. I mean, in his books and also in the movies was Maria Clara, Mm. so typical Filipina. Typical Filipina. Typical Filipina. What does that mean? 
of, you know, that's just follows the husband around. Uh -huh. Patriarchy. Mm -hmm. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Very patriarchal. Yeah. But Tosei was the man. Yeah. Do you know if, they, if in the Philippine culture, if they've made some headways, uh, you know, in, in terms of equality? Oh, yeah. Way. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. There's a lot more of uh, women now mm -hmm. who are politicians. just like here, but not like in America. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Auntie Ori actually was the first of the Labradors uh -huh. to, uh, to have a degree in nursing. And the reason is because when the, when the Americans came over mm -hmm. and took over the Spaniards, they, he, they, they encouraged the Filipinos to get education. Mm -hmm. So Auntie Aria was the first one of the, what, the first graduates mm -hmm. of the University of the Philippines Nursing School. Wow. Yeah, Auntie Aria. Why, why do you think nursing is so popular in the Filipino culture? It's almost a stereotype. Correct. That's absolutely right. And the reason Why? is because because there was such. Well, I guess it's it it kind of like it's the only way to get out of the country. You know? Okay, so it was kind of an easy an easy way to access to, access to the USA to get to the USA. Now, does that differ from men joining the navy versus women? Not at all. That's another. That's another thing. Is that the only other another uh, uh, option open to men? who don't like to be a nurse, they don't like to be nurses, is to join the Navy. Because, yeah, I know uh, a lot of my Filipino friends, they, mm -hmm. their, their fathers came to this country as through the Navy. Through the Navy. Yeah. In fact, RN is used to, used to stand for Reserve for the Navy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Reserve and for now, the Navy. Now that it's, it's clear the, to you. The third pass was the USPS. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that true? I was just joking. <laughs> Post office. Yes. Okay, but that was another... Because it's a government job. Okay. There you, there you go again. It's a government job. Filipino slide. Right. Yeah. And yeah. We, we love people so much. We love to walk and, you know, visit people's homes. That's what... Nah, that's what nah, that's, the that's appeal, bullshit. Right? Mm -hmm. no, You're right. That is bullshit. It's because... It's because it's Wear like, shorts. It's government shorts. jobs are very, very preferable. Right. Highly sought after. Mm. That's right. Right. And you don't really need experience to do to be a post office people, that yeah. person, employee. Right. All you have to do is pass the test and that's it, you're in. Yeah. Love. I feel like everyone in my immediate family has I know your dad, your mom. Myself. <laughs> my brother tried it, my sister did it for a while. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, this is not about me. This is about the <laughs> yeah. No, but it's but it's true, it's true that the navy is you're either in the navy, you're a nurse, or you're in the post office. What are some others like like Filipino stereotypes that you think exist other than those three? That we occupation wise. Eat dogs. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That we eat dogs. Were you a fan of the dog? You know, I don't. I I try anything, but I'm not because I can actually I, I can honestly say that I was at the party and somebody gave me a piece of meat, mm -hmm. and I thought, oh, what is this? It's really chewy. And they said, it's dog. Oh, okay. So I've heard there's two ways to actually prepare the dog. So the one way that I know is the skewer way, which is on a, you know, uh, on a like rotating a pole like that, like a lechon. Almost. And then the other way I know that I've been told is you chop it up into a bunch of pieces, you put it into a basket, and then you hang the basket to let it dry. And then you cook like it as a, a jerky? Stew. Like or a like, as a stew, yeah. Is probably that, is that so. There, it's, it's, it's like any other meat. Uh -huh. There's all kinds of ways to do it. You yeah. know, it's a, but I can honestly say, because I've tried it, that I don't like it. Is there anything that you, you hate even more than dog in, of the Filipino cuisine? I, I hate, I don't hate anything. You dislike? Know, dislike? 
I don't like I don't like um, uh, that paste, that fish paste. Bagong? Bagong, I don't like that. <gasps> wow. Wow. I, like I don't like bagong. <laughs> oh, it's too, it's, wait. It's, too, it's too salty. How do you pronounce it? Bagong. One, two syllables? We can either use bagong or bagong. Bagong. It depends on... Bagong, I heard, is like an ilikama. Bagong, bagong is another word for dummy or... Oh yeah. Oh. You're, or or you're just a dummy. Nothing. Just that's the karikare. Straight. I love karikare. I love tripe. Mm-hmm. I love yes. Tripe. That's why I like minudo. The Mexican minudo. Because minudo in the Filip- the Filipino minudo is very different from Mexican minudo. Love the Mexican minudo. Did karikare always have peanut butter in it? Is that always is that a thing Americans added? Peanut butter, peanut butter is a, is is a, a, a is an equivalent of crushed peanuts. Because the way, the authentic way to do it is there's no peanut butter, you know, during the time. Right, of course. No. So what they did is, I don't know who invented this. It's probably, it's probably came from a Spanish dish. But what they used to do is they, they uh, crushed the, crush the peanuts and put it in with, uh, with the caricare. And, the, and, and the, the color is, uh, is artificial, of course. You know, so it's got that uh-huh. nice coloring. Mm, making me hungry. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. We'll, right. We'll, we'll have to make some of the some of the pork sinigang that uh, that Jonathan loves. That's my favorite dish of yours. Yeah. Well, I could have done it today, but yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't. So. Maybe maybe another time. Well, I, I want to ask you about your. So you know, you wish you could have asked uh, Theodora her memories of, of that era. So I, I just want to ask you, what, what were some of your favorite memories or things that stick out from the time that you grew up in the 50s and in the 60s in, uh, in the Philippines? Like, is, like, what do you remember about that you, era? Let me tell you, being the youngest of, well, seven, but there were 10 of us, um, it made me already feel really lucky because there was no birth control. I, the fact that I was born even is, to me, a lucky, a good thing, because if my mom and my dad were using birth control, then I wouldn't have been born at all. And the reason the Filipinos have a lot at the time, had a lot of children is because a lot of them died in childbirth. A lot of them, did, uh, yeah. a lot of them have smallpox or, or all this polio. I grew up with a lot of kids who, who, had, who couldn't walk because of polio. Oh, wow. and, and, and a lot of the boys actually were sent to wars. So, so having a lot of kids is kind of like, uh, you know, an assurance that you're going to have children. Yeah. Plus also the fact that I don't, it's, it's, people used to be so proud that the Philippines is the only Catholic country in, the, in Asia. And not so much anymore because Catholicism kind of like, I hate to say it, mm-hmm. I'm sure that Ding is probably listening to it or Samantha. It kind of like ruined us, you know. There's no divorce. There's no. There's no. It's pro-life, of course. You know, it doesn't. It 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 doesn't encourage, you know, birth control. So when I was in nursing school, I used to we used to go out to the provinces, you know, but then not provinces to the really the the really poor areas of Manila, and you can see all the kids in one room, and all the all the people knew to do was. To have sex and have children, yeah, you know, and it's like, why can't they practice birth control? Wow, wow. But it's it's not a, it's not a thing that would, you know, that would come from me. All I can do is just 
because the only thing that's, that the Catholic Church permits is um, the, you, you, just, you just need to know what the cycle is. That's mm -hmm. it. There's no yeah. birth control. The rhythm method. The rhythm. Rhythm nation. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. So um, you mentioned uh, your siblings. and you, you had a number of siblings that, like, well before you that passed away young. Did you? I, I remember I tried asking Uncle Pito this, and he couldn't. He didn't quite re remember the names of all the siblings. Do you remember the order of? Yeah. Of, of there's the kids? Kuyang Manuel Labrador Jr., and after him there was Eddie, who died from dysentery as a child, and then after him was Sunny Boy. I, I, I don't know his his, uh, but it was Sunny Boy, and his, his story was that he fell, and hit his head on the pavement so that's how he died and then after him is Sergio and the reason that Sergio Sergio wasn't really raised by my family because of the because there was a lot of incidents of cholera and dysentery so they let Sergio live with my grandma in 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 Pangasinan so that's where Sergio grew up and uh, and then he came back to us and then there came Gloria and Gloria was the first girl ever to be in the family and after him was Jose Jose Anastasia Labrador, 1942. And then the, my mom had a miscarriage after, after the, Jose, 1947. The twins were born, named after the grandmas. And then I was born in 1950. So, um, so that should be it. But, but like I said, I was really lucky that I was even born. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, and the, 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 the fact is, my mom, I remember my mom rolling her own cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Because the story is that rolling her own tobacco leaves and the cigarettes. The story was that she got so sick when when Kuyang, when she was pregnant with my oldest brother with any kind of smell, and the cigarette the cigarette helped it. Helped so, so help the, the, help the smell her, go help, away. Help her with the smell. So ever since then she got hooked on cigarettes. Mm. So now of course nobody smokes anymore when you're pregnant. But my mommy smoke he smoke like a like a chimney. Yeah. From day one, every uh, until, she died, yeah. until she died, but she rolled her own cigarettes, and she would actually invert the cigarette even to get the last hit. The last, <laughs> so know? she did this during pregnancy, yeah, all, all the time, yeah. all stuff. the time. That's pretty gangster. All the time. And you guys all turned out pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. amazing. <laughs> dedicated. She was dedicated. Right. She. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> can I say? What do you re remember about your mom's like, like her, like her personality? My mom used to, oh gosh, my mom was a, such a positive person. And she has, you, you think that Gloria has the, the voice and Peter has, no, my mom, my mom could sing. And all she did was smoke the cigarette and she'd, she'd hum all day. She'd hum all day. We were sitting around in one, uh, in a, it was Stereo, me, Gloria, and Monique was there and Peter was there. So we were sitting around the table and we were remembering my mom because Monique, Monique used to say that she hummed all the time and said, that's like our mom. So then we, so then I start, we started asking the question, so what was the favorite song that mom, that our mom, you know, what was your favorite song that our mom sang? And somebody said this and somebody said that and somebody said this and said, and I'm like, oh my God, it's not her favorite song. It's our favorite song. What it was is that she was humming all these songs all the time. And it was what we remember her by. So we finally agreed, well, not about agreed, but we said that, you know, I think this song was the one that she sang the most. Do you remember what those songs were? Yeah, the song that I really liked was when she used to sing, da-da-da, we'll live a memory. 
So hope and pray this day for me till we meet again. Oh my gosh, my mom would sing that and I was like, I would just listen to her and go, that is beautiful. She was, knew the words too. Was it a popular song or was it a song time, she was making? Remember, it, oh, my mom's favorite, my mom's favorite uh, singer at the time was Jeanette McDonald. Janet McDonald? Jeanette, Jeanette, Jeanette McDonald. McDonald. You, you, you'd find us in a lot of black and white movies. Jeanette McDonald and uh, Eddie something something. So but, is it safe to say that the Labrador singing ability is actually not from Lolo, but from... Lolo never sang. So our singing ability is from not the from the Labrador. So it's from... Austria. I did not know that. The Labrador is about math. And all that, but the singing, the art, all the math, yeah, math. Argument, <laughs> but the singing ability, the, 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 the you know, the, your artistic abilities, yeah. your singing abilities yeah. was from my mom. So that's all on the, that's the Austria, Austria side. Austria. I did not know. So you mean and you know, talented abilities when it comes to performing and singing and stand up, all that stuff is from. Lola. Lola. The, the, the other thing too, you you met you met okay you That's you met you me. met Anna Lou. Yes. Anna Lou Austria is Roland's daughter. Roland is my first cousin, to the, uh, and his father was my mom's youngest brother. That would be uh, Juandor, mm -hmm. Jose Austria, Jose Austria, uh, Jose Austria. But Anna Lou graduated from UP. She was in the UP nursing UP UP. Uh, Choir, and she could sing. Yeah. She can sing. Mm. Anna Lou was like somebody you just listen to and go, she's really good. Yeah, it's definitely from the Austrias. So, because I remember we were asking Gobi, or yeah, one of his questions were, where do you think our, uh, you know, our strong, uh, uh, or not characters, but our strong personalities came from? Yeah. And I thought it was a Labrador thing, but apparently oh, this yeah. is completely oh, yeah. from, yeah, from the other side. Oh, I did geez. not know that. Um, yeah. Do you have any memories of of your dad, Lola Manuel, and in, in, in that time? Like, what was he like? Like, what was he up to? All I know is that growing up in a longer boat, because, you know, they were, that now the Japanese came and, the, you know, and then there were, they, my mom was pregnant with Tito. So they were hiding from town to town to town to, to avoid the Japanese. And, uh, and my dad then used to be, used to, was taking law at the UP. And he had to, he it had to be it it had it 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 had to wait because the Japanese were there. So, but he was already married at the time with four, one two three with four kids, and with Gloria, and they they she was pregnant with Peter. So they they were trying to avoid the Japanese from walking from town to town to town until they got to Longapo. So my dad, I think to his death, regrets the fact that there's no lawyer in the family because he wanted to be a lawyer. Why does he want? Why did he want to be a lawyer so badly? Because he wanted to be like Manuel Kis Manuel Casson, who was his, you know, his idol. Manuel Casson was the first, the first president when the Americans came. It was before that. It was Emilio Aguinaldo. So, but then when the Americans came, it was Manuel Casson. So he wanted to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And I, it's, it's it's our understanding that he helped a lot of people because he worked for HR mm -hmm. when he was when he finally got settled in Longapo and the U.S. Naval Base is a Navy town. Longapo is a Navy town. And they, they had my dad be the HR recruiter. So he helped a lot of Filipinos get jobs uh, in the base. 
And um, because of that, I used to, we used to wake up and go, oh, there's like, what is that at the, the door? Cakes and stuff, you know, Filipino cakes right, and things you. like that, just to say thank you to my dad. In fact, your, your grandpa ran for council, but he was too honest. I don't think he, he won. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was just too honest. He was just brutally honest, as a matter of fact, you know, <laughs> so he didn't win. But, but, oh gosh, all these people that were thankful and grateful to him, the, the, the San Diego people, uh, the Eugenios, right. they all, he got the boys' jobs at the base, at the base also, so. Yeah, yeah. I remember the guy that was selling puto. Puto, puto, puto. He got that guy a job, you know, at the base. Because in, yeah. in the Philippines, you've got so all this. He touched, just job. No, touch. no. If you, he he kind of knows who to pick. So he was a good recruiter. He's a good recruiter. He right. knows that, hey, this guy has potential. Why are you selling puto? Yeah, you know, also puto. Come, come talk to me. Yeah, right. Come talk to me. So. Did he have any like the qualities? Because you know, you know, Jonathan's dad's kind of a character. My dad is kind of silly and crazy. Did he have any of those kind of like funny dad qualities when you were growing up? The the thing about my dad is that he after work. I know he used to come to to come to the house for lunch every single day. He'd take the jeep and come home, and my mom would be there waiting for lunch. But after work was his happy time, his happy hour. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I remember. He used to be at the store at the corner there and would be drinking with his buddies. And that's when you hit him up because you know that he's going to be a nice oh, yeah. He would be drinking beer with his buddies and he's all happy. And that's when you go, oh, come on, let's go hit that yeah, up. Yeah, you ask him for <laughs> stuff. Sounds like a typical lava girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get this, all this candy that we want because we know, we know that. But that's, my dad was very generous, as you know, yeah. very generous. So. Yeah. To a point, to a, to a point that he couldn't care less, you know. He's less, well, I don't have any money, who cares, you know. He'd give, he'd give, he'd give his shirt to you, you know. If, uh, and that's, his, that's, his, that's just him, you know. I mean, on his birthdays, they'd make sure, like, you know, when he opened up his presents, the, the, the one that's giving him the present would make sure that the, the, the shirt or whatever else that he's giving him is their size. Because they used to say, Uncle, if you don't like that, the t-shirt <laughs> give back to me but no Gobi got it it all goes to Gobi because yeah. Gobi was his favorite was the first mm-hmm. in the Philippines anyway so. yeah, he was the first grandkid so yeah he's gonna get the most of it do you have any so 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 you said that Uncle Sarah didn't live with you guys initially do you remember like when he moved back in I was not there yet so oh you weren't born yeah, yet probably oh, okay. a couple of years okay because there was you know there's a lot of dysentery and diphtheria and the polio and yeah. chicken pox and no, I mean not poly small pox. You, you've told me a, a number of people in the like. I don't know, have you gotten any of those or yes, dysentery? Yeah. I had dysentery. And then has Uncle Pito had diphtheria? Diphtheria. Mm-hmm. That that's another like bacterial infection. Diphtheria is a throat infection. He was actually uh, isolated at the Kesson Institute uh-huh. for a little while there. Diphtheria is deadly in the, in America. It it doesn't it, it doesn't diphtheria. occur anymore because of vaccination, yeah. the DPT and uh, and of course smallpox. Yeah. Thank goodness for uh, for whoever invented wow. it, 1955. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so polio. I'm sorry, it's polio. So when polio. you got dysentery, like were you knocked out for, for for how long? All I know is that I I pooped a lot. Yeah. Bed chamber. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you listen. That's how it was, huh? It happens, man. Yeah. That happens. It's part of being. Yeah. It's part of life. 
Okay. Right. So that's something that you've said, you've said before is that, you know, you grew up, you had a chamber pot under your bed. And if to go to the bathroom, outhouse. there was an outhouse. Two you, house. you had, had two outhouses. Two outhouses that you, you had to leave the house to go to the outhouse to use the bathroom. Well, it's not so bad in uh, in the in Longapo because the outhouses were just in there, just just there, you know. But it's it was worse at my yeah. grandma's house uh-huh. in Pangasinan yeah. because because you had to cross a a, a a rope bridge to go to the outhouse. Talk about scary. Rickety bridge. Uh, what was under the rope bridge? Nothing. Okay, just abyss, yeah. like, a drop to, that just went yeah. forever. Yeah, and for a little girl, that's scary, you know, because that's it's like I have to cross that bridge to go to the outhouse. Oy. And I have, feeling, I have a feeling, I have a feeling. Remember, we had no smartphones or anything right. like that. I'm feeling that that uh, that outhouse actually goes into the river. Even. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> would someone come and clean the outhouses, like in in in, in the guys' homes in, or in your house regularly, or like? Outhouses? Yeah. No. No, it's up to you. Oh, it just would No, no, it's, it's covered. It's just, you know, it's just, uh, okay. you know, we had showers, but it's, yeah. so it's it, not like. Is there any other stuff kind of like that, that we, you know, obviously we grew up in them here in America. We take so much for granted. Is there any other stuff like similar, you know. Similar? similar well, I don't know about similar. That, that we take, like, like, like we take for granted that the tap water here we can drink. Oh, we drank from the faucet. Okay. So, okay. So, 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 so the water. So, so, the Philippines, the water's fine. What? Well, I don't know, but I survived. Yeah. I survived, and Why? you know, we had, we had no, we had no. Mm. I mean, the only we, we were good at, uh, at, at, uh, at the uh, Scrabble and Monopoly, and you know. You guys are so bingo. good at uh, word games. Was language education like really big in my, uh, in my grandma's time? The 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 medium of edu- the medium of uh, instruction was done in Spanish. And then when the Americans came, then the medium of instruction was in English. So, yeah. So uh, whatever was we called it, the state side, you know. Yeah. We liked. Is it safe to say that everybody's like bilingual, trilingual, like multiple, multiple, multiple yeah. you know, versions yeah. of Tagalog, uh, you know, yeah, Bisayan, yeah. all yeah. that stuff, plus yeah. English and Spanish. Yeah. yeah. But at, like at, when I was going to school, there were only eighty-seven dialects, probably more now. I mean, you know, you could be talking in, a, in another yeah. dialect and I wouldn't understand you. But it was mandated that Tagalog would be the national language by Manuel Rojas. So, Manuel Rojas, yeah, I think it was Manuel Rojas. So, so you grew up in post-World War II Philippines. Mm-hmm. And the Japanese had been there and they occupied and they did some pretty nasty things. Like, do you, do you remember feeling or was there like, was it in the culture? Like, were people still angry at the Japanese? Well, I only know that when I came to America and I was going with this Japanese guy and I introduced him to my dad. We went out on a date anyway. I came back and my dad said to me, how dare you? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. It's Japanese. So, well, we were. Yeah. So I said, that's it then. Just yeah. sit. But I didn't like him anyway. So. Yeah, good. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think I think your dad. And that was in nineteen seventy two when nineteen seventy three was when I came. So, so it was in the seventies. So, so that's almost thirty years after World War Two and the and the feelings were still but there. No, he was there, remember? Yeah. He, he was he was yeah. in oh. the midst of the Japanese war. Can you tell the yeah. story about when Auntie Gloria was like almost kidnapped? Well, this is the story, and I don't know if it's true or if it's not. All I know is that my mom told me that she was pregnant with Pito. They were, this was in Alongabo. He was pregnant with Pito. 1941, 42. 1941, yeah. 
1941, 1943. He was born in July. So he was heavily pregnant with Pito. And he was, she was in the market with Gloria. Apparently, a, a Japanese, a Japanese um, jeep uh, pulled in front of them and took Gloria because it, he reminded of one of the Japanese uh, daughters. So she just he just took Gloria and 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 sped away. And my and dad ran. My dad, my mom ran after them, pregnant and all. No, that's my. I want my daughter back. So he just she just she just started running after them, and she must have, they must have felt sorry for her. So she just they just dropped Gloria off in the street. You know, it's like okay, we're done with this. And oh. at the same time, I don't know what Gloria was doing. She doesn't remember any of this, of course. Right. But she doesn't. She was only maybe two or three. Yeah, so, so they just gave up and just dropped her they back. Just gave off. up because I guess she was. She must have been. Can you imagine being kidnapped by, by the enemies? No way. And then a, a pregnant woman running up to you. That's, yeah, like, oh man. Yeah. I'm glad Remember, they dropped really her off. Hot. It's yeah. really hot too. Can you imagine? Can you imagine it's really hot in the Philippines. So. Right. Twenty four seven, three sixty five. Except except between the December and January, so it's nice. Okay, that's when it's nice, gross, but not nice. actually cold. Like, what temperature no. does it cool down to? In the seventies, except Baguio. Baguio is the the, the very top uh, part of the Philippines. And snow? The, no, there's no snow. <laughs> no, but um, that's it's really really nice yeah. in Baguio. It's also very crowded because everybody's everybody wants to be there. Well, I have another question. So, something that we've been talking about with a number of, you know, with Sam and Jenny, is uh, some of the superstitions. Of the Philippines now, some members of the family like to believe in the in the capres and the and the duendes, but I think you're in the other faction. I don't believe so, in that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, what do you think of the, you know the witch doctors and the witch lawyers and all that kind of stuff? Witch lawyers? Yeah. Are witch lawyers? Yeah, they kind of you know they'll they'll kind of show up and kind of you know represent you you know in a case against you know a capre. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But yo, know, uh, I never heard of that. <laughs> all right, but talk about talk about the the, uh, the quack doctors that, as as you like to put it. Oh my gosh, it, they are huge. <laughs> they are huge. Why? Because they are available. They're a lot cheaper than going to the doctors. Nobody goes to the doctors there. I mean, used to not not, not anymore. And uh, and they just do some kind of you know hocus pocus on you and you're healed. Mm-hmm. People believe that. Right. That. Yeah, it's kind of like putting the the cups on your back and doing the the, the, the cupping or cupping the cupping and yeah. the candles and well, it's spo- things like that. It's supposed to like and, and, improve and, circulation. And, yeah, and uh, drawing blood to get whatever oh, it was right. that was ailing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, no. Yeah, they they believe in it. Right. And, yeah, but I I never did. Have you ever seen the Duende mounds, the mounds of dirt? I, I wouldn't know if it was. Okay. I wouldn't know. But I can tell you, I I don't like scary movies at all. Yeah. So I should return the tickets that we got for Halloween. I'm kidding. I didn't buy any tickets for Halloween. (laughs) You should go see it. Whatever they say you want. I I will. I will. Okay. Okay. I will. But have you ever, like, you don't like the quack doctors or you don't believe in them? Oh, I don't. I didn't say I don't like them. You don't believe in them. I I don't, but people do. Have you ever seen them in action? Yes. And you were just standing there, like, rolling your eyes? Yes. No, I, I wasn't rolling my eyes, but actually I have a, and he's, did you ever see the 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 high the, the green zone or what what what's that movie with Tom Hanks? The green, green Mile. Mile. Green Mile. Yeah. That big guy. Sure. Black mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Michael that Clark was, books. Yeah. That was. I actually saw it in action. One of the my relatives, far distant relatives, is married to this big guy, mm-hmm. and the nicest 
fellow. He's just the nicest guy. And, and I've seen him actually, I have, I swear. Well, I didn't really say it, but, but people say that when he did this thing on you, that, 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 that swarms of lock, locusts or bugs would come out of you. People have seen this and I'm like, Ooh, that's really something. So there's this huge guy for a Filipino who that did all, all kinds of things and he was related to me. And the other thing that he used to supposedly he'd do was that he'd, he'd put something, if you like kill a, kill a bird, just, sure. just got killed, right? He could, he could actually give it back its life. Resurrection. And it just fly away. And I'm like, how did he, how did he do that? Well, so, your dad, Uncle, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Uncle yeah, Pito resurrect that. spiders. Yeah. He does this BS, yeah. you know, for the nephews, magic, magic. And then, like, he'll do this, you know, Mr. Miyagi rubbing thing on the spider. And then, like, it suddenly comes back to life. I think if you drown a spider, they'll play dead for a few hours. And then once they hit certain body temperature, they come back to life. You can do it to flies, too, because I've tried it myself. <laughs> i tried it myself. You know, you just put it under, under a... Yeah. under a pot right and then just bang on the pot yeah. <laughs> probably scared it to death when yeah. you lift the pot up it just flies away our yeah. insects is the funnest the, there's yeah. A, yeah yeah we used to play with spiders so, i know some people would would tie like a string to like those beetles and, oh yeah we did that you did and they would just well, kind I, of fly I in circles <laughs> yeah. i never yeah. i never could understand you know because they, they made their own slingshots i never could understand why they would shoot birds with it well, yeah. I mean, you must have been upset with me and Jonathan when we used to shoot. Yes, I was. Birds with yeah, yeah, and you actually yeah. broke the neighbor's. Yeah. Yeah. And we lied about it. And yeah. you and you broke the neighbor's yes. Angie's uh, window. Yeah. We probably did. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, yeah, the, the pallet gun. We're really sorry. Yeah, we're gonna be begun. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening, we should have owned up to it, and you know, whatever the. Well, they kind of, they kind of knew you would. It's two you kids would, with a BB gun. I mean, you, <laughs> you would be, you would be up in Grandpa's room, and you would be shooting your BB guns. We will, yeah. It was a good vantage point. <laughs> there's something about not American snipers. There's something about trying to hit a target. It's, right. it, it's in us all, and I, I think it goes back to the slingshots. It goes back to, to the whole deal. It's a it's a boy thing. Well, what we were grieving for an orange. There's an orange tree, not in your yard, but you mean a lemon tree? A lemon, and I didn't hit the lemon. I hit the glass. You're talking about the calamansi. I was just no way I'm good enough to hit a calamansi. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. They had to replace that, that glass. Did I pay for it? I don't think so, we'll but they had it. to replace it. If you have the receipt still, Jonathan and I can split it. We'll Venmo. We got Venmo. Yeah, yeah, like whatever. It. Yeah, go ahead and Venmo at Filipino yeah. Time Pod. Your, your <laughs> <laughs> Angie, you're getting your money. <laughs> <laughs> They're out of the house now. Yeah. They don't live there anymore. But Ed was really upset. Sorry. I think I saw him like a couple weeks later, and yeah. he, he was pretty disappointed in us. I mean, it's uh, two kids. Yeah. We got a BB gun rifle. You, you don't shoot up the neighbor's glass window yeah, for crying out loud. Have. There should have been a child lock or something on that rifle. No, what it is is that you you just they just have the lemon in the yard. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. It was a bright, uh-huh. it was like almost it's flashing like, oh, in my eyes happened. when I saw it on the tree. The sun glistened mm-hmm. right perfectly. It said, "Shoot me." Yeah, and I didn't hit it. It was a. It, it was taunting us. Wasn't that good memories though? That, Very that good. That is yeah. just a good memory of like, do you remember when we were, when, when you're 30 years from now and everybody else is, is old and gone and you've got this, you've got this sure. child, part of your boys for doing this. I go, you, you, grandpa, you did that when you were 10? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. 
80% of my childhood memories are on, at Strathern. My, oh, oh, yeah. I can honestly say that I have yeah. good memories of childhood. Really yeah. good memories of childhood. What were some of your f- favorite memories there? One of my most favorite cherished memories is that one, we have, we have, my, my, my dad is best friends to this neighbor. It's like Chung, I guess. Uh, the last name is T-I-O-N-G. Uh, and their youngest, Belen, is also my best friend. And Belen and I would be catching dragonflies. We'd be catching Back dragonflies. No? Remember, it's, it's, it's tropical. It's wet. A lot of swamps. There's a lot of grass. For a little girl, for little kids like us, you know, we just, when it's raining, especially, we'd, we'd just take my bath in the rain and would fly, would catch dragonflies. That's one of the good memories that I have. Is it seems difficult. Dragonflies. Just, you just, it's so easy. It you is. Know, okay. You, you try to catch their, yeah. The butt, the long butts. Long, long. Do you have to move slow or do you have to yeah, go fast? To okay, so you can't go fast and you no. grab it from the behind. Yeah. And is it true that when they mate, it's shaped like a heart? They, okay, they, I didn't they, know that. Yeah, Google it if you're on Google Images. <laughs> I know, I know that dragonflies don't, don't mating heart. That, that dragonflies and butterflies don't live very long. Why I did that stupid, but it's uh, no. Actually, I've heard that's a very common thing that uh, kids catch dragonflies in the Philippines. In fact, I have a few friends who grew up in the Philippines. They used to do that too. Oh yeah, yeah. And then and then we feared. You know, every town has their feared person. We feared a guy named Bahal. Bahal is one of the. Bahal. It's kind of like it's, Bahal. Bahal. B a k l, meaning metal. Metal. Bahal. So. Everybody fears Bachel. <laughs> Everybody fears Bachel because he's supposed to, be, to eat to eat little babies and little little children like us. So every time, and, and this is this is he's probably just an ordinary, you know, uh, well, like the <laughs> he's the puto guy, the local puto guy. Oh, no, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't be recruited. He wouldn't get a job. Be, but he's just one, probably one of those guys that's kind of goofy and you know. Everybody feared him because that's bad. We would go hiding somewhere, and then and then until he passed, and it's like, okay, it's it's, it's safe. Come on out, Bakal is gone. <laughs> and then the, his equivalent is Tentai. There's a girl, a lady named Tentai. Same thing. It's probably just one of your, you know, one of a regular person that's Andy just Sally. mentally not yeah. there. Oh, you know. Okay. So we feared this Bakal and Tentai. Yeah. Oh, Bakal is here. Oh, Bakal. Tentai is coming. Tentai is coming. Tentai is coming. So we'd all be hiding. That was kind of fun for little <laughs> kids like us. Yeah. yeah. You guys are lucky that there's nobody like that to fear. You know. Well, yeah. yeah. If well, I catch you, I'm going to eat you. Yeah. I'm going to put you in my pandas. <laughs> Bakal, Bakal. Bakal is going to eat us, Bakal. Yeah, Tentai, no. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that you know, and the thing is with this, you know, here sixty years yeah. after, I'm like, I'm remembering this thing, and yeah. I go, yeah, that was pretty fun. So, yeah. did they did Bakal and Tentai? Did they just have like like crazy looking faces or what? They, probably not even. One crazy. Eye. They're just no, they're they're just to us, they're just they're just legends. You know, they're just legends because they're probably not very sociable. You know, they stay out of our okay. way, and it's probably because we make. Dark, they have dark Filipino skin. Just the darker. Oh, light our aborigines actually uh, are called Negritos. You know that. Okay, but the were Negritos. they Negritos? No. Okay, no, they were just, just, they're just your regular, uh, you know, just funny looking run of the mill Filipino. Right. But, but, but special in your heart. I don't know about that, especially in my memories. <laughs> never smiled. They never smiled. Well, no. 
And I, I, oh, I remember this. This, this. I remember this. Penta used to hold a stick. Oh my God. Penta used to hold a stick because you've got all this. How dogs. big a stick? That probably is a regular stick. But you have all this dog. <laughs> you know, because I mean, people ate dogs then. But she, and she, she had this stick going like this. Yeah. You know, just, just to make sure that dogs don't. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like a list and she broke off no, the end. Probably, and probably. The stick to beat. Probably. I think she punched the tree <laughs> hard enough that created many sticks. Yeah. You know, die! <laughs> can you imagine if I, if I had that, if, if we all had smartphones then, nothing, nothing like that would yeah. even, you know, would even exist. Because we, act, we were on, we were out there playing. Yeah. You know, playing whatever we could. I mean, however much fun we could get out of yeah. something sure. so mundane because yeah. we didn't have those smartphones. No, nobody stayed home and yeah. watched TV. There was no television. From, from your house, could you walk to the bay? The bay? Probably. Right. We never bay did. <laughs> oh, yeah. So would you guys, would you, like, was there a beach at the bay? And would you guys oh, go to the no, beach a the lot? Beach, the beach is, is, uh, is a white sand beach. And, we, and, and then what, that's, that takes an excursion. Okay. So we'd, uh, we'd take a jeep. We'd hire a jeep and go to the beach. You'd hire a jeep? We'd hire a jeep. Your own jeepney? Family thing. Jeepney. Oh. We'd, hire, we'd hire a jeepney, oh. a jeep, and, uh, to take us to the beach. And oh. it, that was one of the, the, the most fun is that the whole family was there. And there's food and there's yeah. drinks and we'd go in the water and, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, suntan lotion. I mean, sun the sun block lotions. Nah, none of that's exist. You don't need it. SPF what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. S what? What? What is that? Yeah. What SPF? S- what? SPW WTF. WTF. It was just WTF one hundred. You just go out there and play. So that that was that. Yeah, that's a long ago. But now there's much better beaches. Oh yeah. Well, you got to take us. You got to take us. I want to ask though. Well, so can you tell the story of Auntie Glor- when when uh, Uncle John and Auntie Gloria were dating? Because you were a young, you were young was, and and, yeah, at, and was, at home. Yes. Well, Auntie Gloria was was in her late teens and being courted yes. by John John yes. Chambers. Yes. Can you tell she your story of like and like what were your recollections of that? Well, I was always her. Auntie Gloria was very popular. Called her Gloria Shibum Lumberdon. Shibum Shibum. Oh, very beautiful. Na, 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 she boom, she very cute, very cute. And J- Uncle Jan used to call her my her, her my Filipino squaw. Like you know, but she she she'd wear her hair in in uh, braids. Mm-hmm. And um, she was a telephone operator. And Jan would just call just to listen to her voice. So, so, That's sweet. Operator can I you know, blah blah. Anyway, so they finally met, and Gloria was nineteen, let's say mm-hmm. twenty, and and John was. He was in love, you know, and Gloria didn't, you know, she, I don't know what she felt like, but, but John was leaving for Longapo and Gloria wouldn't give him a yes or a no. Yeah, come on, marry me. Marry. No, no, I'm not going to marry you. So in the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, he was knocking on the door. Mr. Labrador, Mr. Labrador, I want to marry your daughter. Probably drunk as can be. Yeah. And, and so you, you were in the house. Yes, you, I was in the house then. This woke you up. It was, I was what, 11, 10, 11. Oh, yeah. He walked, he walked the entire neighborhood. <laughs> you know. Jeez. So. Except for Bacal. He was sleeping. Bacal and Bacal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where they live. Maybe they got married. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> power couple. They definitely not neighbors. Neighbors. I'm going to okay. feed you some children yeah. for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, can can you draw the the wedding of Bakal and Tentai? Bakal and uh, what was Bakal and Tentai. Tentai. Bakal is just yours. So I mean, like I said, I I don't even know uh-huh. how. I mean, now it's silly, you know, but you're a little girl and they, they're legends, man. They're legends. Like, oh, there's Bakal, you know, just a, just a regular guy probably, but just weird. And Tentai with a stick, the stick you know, yeah. shooing all the dogs. The ultimate couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, that's the only time that, well, two, I only saw my, my dad cry twice. Then the first time was when Gloria got married to John. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he used to say that I will never see her again. She's gonna go to and America. Then, I will never see her again. Was there any like um, any you know trepidation, or did they give Gloria any grief for marrying a non-Filipino, or was that was that okay? I think at the end, because John was desperate, and you know he was he he did all the right things, mm. and I think Gloria probably loved him already. So my dad finally. Gave his blessing, so they got married in the house. In the house, they got married in Alongapo, in the house in Alongapo, and they honeymoon in Manila with Juan Dor. They stayed, and the the first concert that Gloria ever attended was the Harry Belafonte concert, which was kind of nice, I thought. So Jan was a real nice guy. So because of Gloria, then Gloria left for America as planned uh-huh. the following year. So was Gloria the first one to come to America yes. of, of the family? And then everyone started to no, follow. No, then Sergio went to Guam. Sergio went to Guam. Was he, yeah. in, was he in the military? No. No, only Peter was in the military. So why did he go to Guam? Because there was a job there. Yeah. So he went to Guam. That's where he met Helen. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, do Guamese. you know how, do you know how, no, Helen was Filipina. But uh, you know how uh, Kuyang met Jojo? No. In Vietnam. Wow. Kuyang, uh, Jojo's family was in Vietnam and Kuyang went to Vietnam and that's where they met. And Jojo was really beautiful. She was also nine. She's about as old as Gloria. So she, uh, when he came back, uh, they were already married. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a real mestiza, Jojo, and the family. Yeah. Real mestiza yeah. because the father is. You wouldn't even know that he's Filipino. Because he's a Spaniard. Right. There's a Spaniard. And he actually had a Vietnamese mistress, even the Vietnamese yeah. mistress came back because at that time he was already he was already divorced. So you've explained that mestizo doesn't necessarily mean mixed. It just means a person has a fairer complexion. Right. Okay. Right. So so really anybody they might be full Filipino, but if they look fair, they might you okay. would call them okay. mestizo. In, uh, he's mestizo. You're mestizo. You're not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not. not. I'm just. But, uh, wait, you're shadow, not? shadow man. Man, I, I, I thought yeah. I thought you were. You know, you had Latino blood in you uh, all this time, man. Man, I'm just brown as a. But you know, you know, Jonathan yeah. probably got it from the Chinese ancestry. So, like, right. I'm a, um, yeah. My dad's mom was Gabina Kisol, who's Chinese, full Chinese. I wish I had known them. I wish I had known my, all my dad would say about his parents. Because I always ask him, so how are your parents? Oh, they're farmers. 
I mean, that's all he'd say. It was like, what's that got to do? Yeah. Typical Lolo oh, fashion. The farmers. The farmers. No. All I know is that they got to say choose nothing. their own name because San Francisco, not San Francisco, San, San Narciso was the F. And all the Fs are in San Francisco, the, the, the Perales and the Feria, and they, because they named the town after an alphabet. And because Labrador, I mean, the, my dad's one, one in Syriaco, Syriaco is his dad. One uh, cho- chose Labrador because Labrador was a farmer, he's a little laborer. So he, he got to choose his name because he was a, a, a big, a, a big makimak, I guess, at the time. So only the leaders were allowed to choose their own name in Spanish, of course. But everybody else was F, Rales, Feria, Hernandez. That's how they know. It's smart, this is Japanese and Spanish. That's how they know. Oh, you're F, then from, you're from that town. Oh, you're from Iba. Oh, you're a B. You know, that's not, not something. That is an interesting way to sort people. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and then that's how they, they also appoint them the names because they were, we, were, we were all, whatever, whatever religion it was, we were all converted into Catholicism. So I'm a recovering Catholic. Like you. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be a Catholic in 2018 with all the stuff going down. Plus all the abuses now with the the police. And that's been happening all along. It's just... The cover-up is unbelievable. Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That that movie was really good. Oh, right. With uh, Ruffalo. Yeah. I got you. That was really good. Yeah, but let's not, let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> let's go there. <laughs> but well, well, let's go here. Let's go here. Okay. Uh, okay. Right here. So I want to go. I want to see if we can capture more of these great memories. So, do, what do you? So you know, we have a great memory of of Auntie Gloria. Uh, what do you remember, or like about about your brother Serio, about his personality and what he was like? Serio was a fun lover. He just when it he was. When he came back, Sergio was the first one that actually brought brought us or bought us a, a, a hi-fi, like your dad, what your dad, your dad has now in in the, in the rumpus room. He was the first ever oh. person to bring us that hi-fi, a record hi-fi, player, a record player, oh. like that, like, like just like, like your yeah. nice and that's that's from Guam. And then he had all this. Oh my gosh, he had all these vinyls of Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. and. And and uh, and uh, Ma- Ma- Nat King Cole and Bing Crosby. So I grew up listening to all this, all these but goodies, yeah. you know. And Auntie Adoy actually Adoy knows all the words, all yeah, the words of lyrics. the Frank Sinatra yeah. songs. Oh, Though wow. she's got a book, find find out where the book is. She has a book of all of Frank Sinatra songs, all handwritten. Yeah, she handwrites lyrics. There you go. She has all the lyrics. She knows all the lyrics of Frank Sinatra. Do you know who else does? Kuyang, my Kuyang, and Gloria. Of course, Gloria is really good. Gloria is really good about uh, words and music, and you know, and, and actors and actresses. So, so Serio, Serio actually, Serio, Serio actually was. Uh, she, he, 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 he pulled around. Mm-hmm. So there was a girl that he got pregnant. The, the his her brothers and her dad actually came to the house, and. Because they wanted Sergio to marry to marry her because he got her pregnant. You well, know? the brothers showed up. The yeah. brothers showed up at our house yeah. and talked to the dad, to my dad. Oh. And my dad says, "There's nothing I can do. Sergio, if Sergio doesn't want to marry her, yeah, you know, so so they nothing happened. Yeah. And then we had the renters. We had the renters in the house because my that's what my mom did. We 
in the Philippines, there's no such thing as uh, inspectors or you know, or county examiners. You can just add add on to the house as, as you want. So we had renters. We had just like your dad does. So we have renters underneath the house, and one of them is married to a navy, but the girl, the the one, the, the wife is really pretty. So. Mm -hmm. So we believe that one of the, her kids is Serio. Mm. Oh, because he doesn't look like them. Right. I'm not going to mention not the name. Surprised at all. Right. I'm not going to mention the name, but okay. one of them looks like Serio. Uh -huh. Okay. So. So well, there's that, huh? That's, that's, Monique, that's for the Monique, listener to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monique is that's just like. Yeah, Serio, huh? He's the no, fun I, I lover. I, on multiple occasions, I've heard my dad say that Serio's his hero. Serio's <laughs> the man. Serio is the man. He's the Uncle only Sarah. one that can get the Tantai's heart. Yeah, if he wanted to. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? He's, he's the only one that can make her smile. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if he wanted to. He yeah. Could. Oh man. So, so he had a lot of charm. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. And he, he, you know, he was a good-looking guy, always smiley too. Always oh smiling, yeah. and be, be, you Magnetic. believe it or not, Serio and Serio actually almost won the spelling bee, but he talks he talked too fast that they didn't understand. He's the word. This is this is. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's that's like one of the legends again. It's like that's because you. you, what, you, you like what? What year would this be? That will be when he was in Olongapo High School because everybody went to Olongapo High School. And, uh, you know, and he, the Labradors excelled, man. I mean, Kuyang Manuel Jr. Uh, was, uh, was the first editor-in-chief in chief of the Olongapo High School uh, newspaper. Um, and Gloria was the whatever she was. Okay. But, but Kuyang was... Oh, Serio too. Serio because he's so brilliant. That the, the, the U.S. Naval Base encourages people to give ideas that make sense. And Kuyang and Serio, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, Probably I like you. Kuyang and Serio won a couple hundred dollars for an idea that they thought up that would in, increase or you know, improve performance mm -hmm. of the... I mean, at the time, I'm sure it was easy, you know. But Keep a calendar. Don't sink the ship. All engineering is tough. So, so what happened to spelling bee again? Well, he, they, he probably they probably said spell uh, tenderness. Let's just say, and he goes, and then and then say this again, and then is. You know, I mean, he spelled it right, but they, they thought they, they didn't let him go again. I'm sure they did, he but that's place. one of the things that they go. Okay, you're out. Yeah. You got second place. I don't know. Man, I, I don't got second know. place at the spelling. There you go. There you go. It's See, immigrant rule. Yeah. In, in, integral immigrant, immigrant. I, spell, I, I doubled double, the double, double, uh, yeah there's no d's in there g, g, I oh, instead, g. instead of uh, i am i g g r a n t immigrant <laughs> use it in a sentence i am an immigrant <laughs> an immigrant but <laughs> destined to be second that's just how yeah, it goes that's just mm, mm. Eh? yeah okay so I kind of want to get a memory. What do you remember most about Monique? When I came to America, Monique was probably Esna's age. She was four. About three or four. She was young. And, and, and she was already in she America. Was an, yeah. only, an only child. And uh, I came to live first with, Sean, I mean, with uh, Peter in, in Oakland and Roxy. 
And then I came to San Diego and lived with my dad, who was with Victoria then. I didn't like San Francisco, it was just too, too cold. And then I went to San Diego, too small. I came to LA and lived with Sergio in Harbor City for a little while. So, and I like LA. But what I remember is that Monique, 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 Ser, he's, Monique has got Sergio wrapped around her finger. She could just, whatever she wanted, Sergio gave. So she was, she was pretty, Sergio even, even, uh, this is what Monique used to say is that uh, she could not, she could not eat a crab without Sergio because you know how a crab can be pretty uh, hard. Yeah, it's, it's uh, sharp. difficult to get the meat out of a crab. Are we talking about uh, a dunganess or are we talking about snow crab? Any, or? Kind of crab? any kind of crab. She couldn't do that. So, so Sergio would, would take the, the meat out of the crab for her to, kind of like what I did for you guys, you know. Yeah. But, but uh, she, was, she was just the most adorable little girl, you know. And, um, and here's, a, here's somebody who used to speak perfect Tagalog. Perfect girl used to sing uh, Filipino songs. Perfect, you know. Until she went to high school, of course, she could understand it, but she couldn't. She couldn't speak it anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was just, she was just the most the most accomplished girl. And everybody loved Monique. Everybody yeah. loved Monique because she's so she's got that something like Type right? A and like on it's, it. Some, yeah, yeah, she's just she's it factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Um, you know, I gave her a shower, a wedding shower at Beverly Hills Hotel. And um, that's when Mar- Morgan Freeman walked in and we thought he was looking for, great yeah, one. He was looking for a, a bathroom. And Monique said, Mr. Freeman, uh, I enjoy, I, I love, I love Monique. I, uh, I enjoy your work. Is it okay for us to take a picture? Because the, 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 the Beverly, the Four Seasons Hotel, uh-huh. they would not allow you to take pictures because a lot of celebrities. But he's the guy that walked in to yeah. our shower, yeah. you know? So he, he said, okay, let's take a picture. So I took a picture of Monique and him and then Kathy and him, yeah. you know, separately. And then he said, okay, enjoy your party. You know, yeah. you know, and off he went. But she just had that something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had that something. You know, she dated uh, Gerald Ford's son, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I always remember Monica saying she was saving herself for marriage. Oh, yeah. oh, interesting for her. Yeah, that's great. She was saving herself for marriage. But she was, she was just, and like I said, it's like she's not really beautiful, but she just has that something. You know, she, I thought she was beautiful. Do you think so? Yeah. And she, oh, yeah. And she had the something. That's something because I remember going the to Costco. Combo. I remember going to Costco, Costco. And you know how Monique dresses? Kind of like casual but sexy, you know. Uh, I remember. I like Jonathan. Yeah. We were at Costco and there was this kid that was bagging the groceries, you know, oh, and just couldn't take his eyes off of her. Yeah. In fact, followed us. Monique, Monique nah, not yeah. really. But Eva followed us. That happens there. <laughs> I need to leave the register really quick. Yeah, I'll yeah. be right back. He was, he could, he, I mean, I'm telling you. He Where are you was, going? Okay. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was just that. Like, she was that completely yeah. like magnetic, and you would just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love yeah. Everything you're doing. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. you know. You know that's it. She's just she's so magnetic that you would just look, and stare and go, wow, mm-hmm. you know, and it's that's just Monique. Mm-hmm. The way she just enters the room is, mm-hmm. she's got all eyes on her, you know. And it's hard to describe that. Yeah. It's it's not like I said. It's not even 
it's, 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 it's indescribable. It's kind of yeah. like what happens. Gloria, Gloria, I'm sure that yeah. that happened to her also when she was very young because yeah. she was that, that force to reckon with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, you know, I, I remember just when, when we were growing up, you know, so when we're kids, you would be the one who would first kind of host the party and start the party and be the person filming things on, on video. But then pretty quickly, it felt like the second person who would take over the camera was always Monique. And you would, on a lot of, the, I feel like on a lot of those home videos that you have, the second voice you hear doing a lot of the footage is her. And she's going through and navigating and, and kind of co-hosting. Like, like I don't it, know it, about, in a weird about way. all of them. Maybe, because she, was always, she them. was always late. <laughs> yeah. so remember she was always late yeah when it was fashionably late, late. she invented filipino time yeah, yes. right, right. But she was always late yeah. so the second person would probably your dad yeah and uh uh and uh who else was there not you i forget my dad yeah. because see to, to him everything is like okay take a picture take a picture yeah yeah but uh, and then she, she would also hand out the presents on Christmas. Oh yes, with JP. She is the she is the Santa with JP. She was the Santa. Yeah, she was the Santa. Yeah, because she did it so well. Yeah, and then much later, I remember. So she went to I think she went to USC. She went to SC, yeah. Uh-huh. And she and, and she was in a sorority, and she had her, her her famous crew of friends who Gobi and JP were were trying to befriend at the time. Yeah, real smooth, smooth operators. And then later, but then I remember she got into like TV somehow. Like she was working mm-hmm. at Nickelodeon. For a show called Roundhouse, I remember like when we were kids, she got us in tickets for like a live taping of Roundhouse, and then at some point, somehow she got into like she was like a news anchor in Alaska. That's right, and that's how we met Scott. She right, met Scott right. In Alaska. Ah, Monique. Oh. There's some. There's a B movie out there where Monique actually. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, was uh, mm-hmm. staring in. And yeah, I saw she the was movie, actress for a little anything. bit. Yeah, it was like a you know. She had a lot of amateur like Malika. Yeah. She was an okay. Star. Maybe we can find it. Dig it up somewhere. We'll dig up that movie. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Mm-hmm. I think I think her name was. Did she use her real name, Monique Labrador? I don't know. It might have been Evers at that point. Or, no, 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 definitely not. It wasn't. Okay. Oh no, she was single. Okay. This was before she even. Okay. Remember, she had the problem getting. You know what? Pregnant. Can you see if Monique has an IMDb? Search Labrador and search uh, Monique Evers. We'll we'll see. Okay. Fantastic. Mm, so. Last person to get some memories of, like, I kind of want to get a good sense from your, from your perspective. What was dad like? What was David like? David Bush. I had, uh, I've had um, Filipino boyfriends, Mm -hmm. as you know. And the one thing I don't like, Filipinos are known to have women on the side. And I didn't like that. That's how, why I broke up with his attitude. Mm -hmm. They had other women. And Dave was, the most faithful, the most mm-hmm. faithful. I knew he would be faithful to the end. Plus the fact that I met his mom mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and he was really, really good to see. He was really, really good. And they, you know what they say. You they know, had a good relationship. You, you know what they say. It's that a guy that's good to their moms will be, you know, good people. And he he was very religious. At the time, I was, yeah, I was still Catholic, you know. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a white person that's just that's religious. And Every gave Sunday. A lot, gave a lot to charity. I mean, he believed in the 10% typing. You know, I go, oh, this guy's good, you know. Plus the fact that he had to play, learn how to play poker yeah. to be with the Labradors because that's all the Labradors did was play poker. Right. They actually learned to play poker yeah. just to be with, just to right. be in with the family. So, What was it like that first time you brought him around 
you brought him to one of the family Filipino style parties and there was poker happening. Like, like, can, can you walk us through? I don't what remember happened? that. Okay. I don't remember that. I remember that. So, but so I just know that, that he, he, uh, I had to teach him how to play poker. Okay. So you, was, it, remember, was it like, had a house too. was it tutoring him one-on-one and then, and then you guys would show up to the party and he was prepared or, or would you showing him how to oh, play you, you can't ever during be prepared the party? To, uh, on, a, on any kind of okay. Labrador. So, so, and, so it had to be in the moment. We made our own, we made our own yeah. games, you know. Yeah, I heard your rules were you insane. Had, yeah. You had stereo, you had all kinds of, yeah. they, they, we're not to do that. We, as long as you know how to play yeah. poker. But um, Uncle John I, could play. Yeah, but he was not a good player. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't. And, and neither was, uh, well, Robert never did. Right. So, you know, and uh, Kuyang was really good. Mm-hmm. But Abing is a very loud poker player. Abing's good? Yeah. yeah. No, loud. Loud. Oh, yeah. So was, so was uh, Gobi. Uh-huh. But, but when my dad won. <laughs> oh, my, my God. Dad, I'm so surprised. Not a surprise. When my dad won, <laughs> when my dad won, this is what Abing would do. She'll, she'd, she'd put the ch- chips over to dad's side and then take something for herself right and dad knew that yeah she let him do he let him he let her do it yeah so yeah so uh that's so funny yeah who was the best poker player you can see yourself if it's really what you're thinking no not me okay i want to say kuyang kuyang because kuyang was a has that poker face yeah yeah, you can you can tell when the others have it, you know. Yeah. I mean, my dad, forget it. But <laughs> Kuyang, Kuyang used to win a lot of poker mm. games in the Philippines. Okay. Even, you know, so that, and he was very good. That he was very good. You can't read him, and you can't read a mm-hmm. a person's just like regular poker. You can't read him. You cannot read my Kuyang. Right. So so, so he would play for real, like because. Famously, everyone is kind of drinking and having a good time and, and playing kind of in a silly way. But he he could play for real, like with a, with a real poker face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. like yeah. Bacal. If you lose, I'm going to eat your children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That, that great. <laughs> I remember Bacal and Tentai. Yeah, that's the way he sounds for sure. Yeah. Probably not. He probably like if you don't. I will eat your eat him. And then they would just go, and then they would just go, go away, go away, go away, go away, go away. This would be a great horror movie. So it's not like. We should film this movie ourselves. KR will star as Bakal. So whatever it is that you guys have in mind, it's not. that like, if you don't know, I'm sure he's slow. You know, and that's probably why mm-hmm. you know, kids stayed away from it. We're, kids can be really cruel. Oh, yeah. Really oh, yes. cruel. And Tantai with their stick. Right. I don't think it's a boomstick. Yeah. I think it's, a, it's a just a regular, you know, three right. Regular stick. width, regular length. Yeah, re- regular stick. Go away, go away, go away, go away, go away. You can buy in any store. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So you're also, something I want to hit on is you're, I feel like in my mind, you are a survivor. You've had some pretty big health hits and you've pulled through. Can you talk about what, you know, like going, going through breast cancer and the brain tumor and like those experiences? Yeah. So I was diagnosed with breast cancer when I was 42 at the same time that Goya was also. 
So at like like literally at, at the same same, same year. So we were diagnosed about the same time. So I chose to have bilateral mastectomy because uh, because I'm a nurse and I and and the doctor and it was in the middle. I felt it. And the doctor said to me that chances are it's probably already in the other breast. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, well, what the heck, you know, just take them both out. So I didn't go through chemo. I didn't go through radiation. I figured that the lymph nodes were negative. Yeah. So I'm fine, yeah. you know. But it, but it was, you know, a major surgery. Oh, yeah. It, and it, it's, the, it's, the, it's the most painful yeah. thing you can ever come through because you were sliced. Yeah. I woke up and I, I was screaming yeah. in pain. I was screaming. I remember they wouldn't really let me see you because, or, or, or I saw you for just a brief moment, but you were in such pain that you know you. You know what I appreciate about scary. having both surgeries is that your dad was always there. Yeah, I'd wake up and they would be there, and they would be there to try and console me. You know, when uh, and the only thing he could do really is to call the nurse. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So he was always there. So, were, um, like, were you scared to have that surgery? Like, do you remember being like nervous or like anything like that? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, I was more nervous when after I had the biopsy, mm-hmm. I, I could I could see the, the the area bleeding. Yeah. And and before I knew it, I was I woke up in the ICU because I bottomed down. My blood pressure went down oh. after the biopsy. So I I was they was already there to pick to, to take me home. Mm-hmm. But I had to be hospitalized at at at, at, right. uh, at the Holy Cross, is, and then the most scared uh, the, the the part that I remember I'll never forget is when the doctor the surgeon came in, come came to my bedside. Dave was there, took my hand. I said, "I know." Oh my gosh! I know it's shit. You know, you're gonna tell me you have cancer. Yes, I'm sorry to say you have cancer. I go okay. So so then, oh. fine. You know, I've got this, but it's it's a. Uh, it's one of those things that I know I can, maybe I have a 50-50 chance. Yeah. So I said, just just take them both off then. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, I, I remember waking up yeah. from the best cancer surge, just, just, just in pain. Yeah. And Michael Jackson was on television. It was the, wow. the, the, the NFL. Halftime show? Halftime show. Michael Jackson. Regardless, like January, one of the best halftime shows ever, January, by the way. 1994. Yes. January 1994. Yeah. I woke up and I was just, just in so much pain. Oh, Michael Jackson. Watching singing. him go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So I, I actually went home and I had three Jackson Pratt drinks. And all yeah. That. Mm-hmm. So my decision, I'm still here around. Roya decided to have a lumpectomy. Just the removal of the lump of the one breast where she had it. And two years later, it grew on the other breast. Okay then. So then she had the other breast removed. Now both breasts are gone. So she thought if everything was, if you went to chemo, radiation, all that junk. So then it grew again, it grew again. And she used to, I will never forget this. She used to always say to me, I wish I just did what you did. I said, Gloria, it's just a breast. You know, what is wrong with you? It's just a breast. You know, just like Angelina Jolie, she decided, you know, she doesn't need those breasts. Don't look at, you know, because of her history. And he, now she's gone. So. Yeah. And the brain tumor, actually, uh, I was, remember we went to your graduation yeah. and it was so slow. Yeah, I remember. So, you know, I had moved away to go to Santa Barbara right. for four years and this was 99 to 03. And so I didn't, you know, I didn't see you guys regularly in that time. And I remember just seeing you. Gradually over those years, noticing you walking slower. But then on graduation day, you came and you were noticeably 
walking so slow, so gingerly. You could barely get in and out of the car. And I, I remember just thinking, there's something wrong. This is not... That, like, I used to blame it on menopause. Remember? Yeah, and, you, and you're like, I got menopause, I got menopause. And then I remember one time, because then, then I moved back home. And I remember one time, you couldn't get out of bed. I remember like, 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 like your, your ability to move your legs was so slow, you couldn't get out of bed. And it, and it was like, okay, we clearly need to go to the hospital. This is, I, I remember like almost having to twist your, twist your arm a, a little bit. Because I think I, I, a little bit you were like, oh, no, it's a, I'm just tired or something. But eventually you were like, okay, yeah, let's go to the hospital. That's not what happened at all. Okay, what do you remember? I, I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. I felt I couldn't get up. Oh. So I said, Dave. Dave. So oh. I could not get up at all. Okay. So Dave took me to the hospital. They did a CAT scan and they had, I had this, this, this uh, grapes, grape, grapefruit sized tumor on my head. Yeah. You know, I remember so, that. Yeah. That, that's that, you know, I was really slow and I was banging the car okay. or whatever. I was yeah. still driving. Yeah. You know, but I was banging the car. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't care less. It's like, I haven't yeah. that. So was that, was that a scary feeling knowing that you had a brain oh, well, what it tumor? was what it was it was uh, I thought it was maybe malignant I thought it yeah. was maybe a, a spread of my breast cancer mm-hmm. turned out to be meningioma which is not yeah. malignant at all and that was I was really well I don't know if I was lucky but but uh, yeah. the doctor that said that uh, it was huge it was a big one huge it was oh. a grapefruit size so happy that just, that yeah. they caught that I still have the the indentation yeah they had to open the skull yeah you know and remove the the, the tumor uh, was that surgery scary i don't I, I, the thing about surgery is that it doesn't really scare me anymore it's amazing uh, whatever happens happens yeah the, 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 the thing about surgery that you all have to remember is that if you have a good anesthesiologist i chose my anesthesiologist i chose my surgeons then you'll be fine yeah so you just don't go into surgery thinking you're going to be fine because you may not be fine. You mm-hmm. know, you might have an anesthesiologist who's been partying the night before, mm-hmm. you know, or, or somebody who was shaking because he was on Ugh. drugs or something. That's you know, you got to choose a good feeling. anesthesiologist. Mm-hmm. I would never go with an anesthesiologist. Right. I'm sorry to say that, but, yeah. you know, an anesthetist, they may yeah. not, they may be good, okay. but I don't trust them anymore because I went, when I went after graduating from mm-hmm. UP, I actually went to uh, a hospital in the Visayan Islands, uh, and with Salapantan, who is Jojo's brother-in-law, Terry's Terry's husband, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he he was the medical director of a fifty-bed hospital in uh, in that part of the world. So three of my two of myself and two of my nursing, we just graduated from nursing school. We we just f- finished our RN certification, which which we passed, of course, and the 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 place is, it's a nice hospital, you know, but the, the, the patients were all poor because it, it was a fishing town. And, um, and the, one of the nurses there, because if, we, if you're in charge of the hospital all by yourself, imagine this, we just, gradu- we just graduated from nursing for heaven's sake. People that are coming in are really, really sick. I never forget this guy that came in who was bitten by a barracuda. <sighs> and his leg, his leg was just hanging by a little by oh, a bone and oh my gosh that's, so, a, yeah. that's no, really, stuff right there really, yeah. really, he's not a surgeon he's just a doctor you know he, he couldn't do anything but he took a knife not you know that, that no 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 scalpel would do the thing he just took a knife and just cut it off right. belvedar was his name 
I will never forget that because he was a big guy with a wife and uh, and a couple of young kids, and that's the only. That's the only he was the only, you know, uh, uh, money. He, yeah. he 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 was the only guy that was giving the money to his family, supporting his family. Yeah. They couldn't afford the, the. They could not afford. You have to buy your own medications, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a pharmacy close. He couldn't afford any IV, so we we gave him a lot of whatever we got in the hospital, mm-hmm. and he just got really oh. really infected, so oh. he died. But oh. I learned that was the, mo- the 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 most exciting experience I've, I've ever had. As a nurse, because you learn how to do cut downs on people who have cholera. I learned to do uh, to deliver babies. You know, remember you're the only nurse there yeah. to deliver babies. And um, and and the thing with this, I remember being on the beach and having the radio on, and they and and all of a sudden there was no sound at all. Right. And everything is static. Why? Because martial law was declared. This was 1973. 1972. So, so you heard the radio cut off. The radio just had the static, right. and everybody said, "What that was? What the? What the heck is going on here?" So martial law was just declared. And so that meant that meant what? Marcos state president. Okay, because right. Martial law was declared because because he was uh, he wanted to be president forever. He wanted you know? he wanted to he stay. Wanted to be, yeah. and, and so he and, and he had he had he, he had he was control of the military. Yeah, and so they they took. They took over all the public ent- entities, including the radio, including the radio. Yeah. Wow. And, and so, and, and that was was and that justified because because the, his justification was really lame. It's really lame. He said that it? there's gonna be because there's a lot of that's a lot of rallies and demonstrations against Marcus. You know, he was he was mm-hmm. terrible, and his family was you know was keeping all the money of yeah. the Filipinos and you know and have all this expensive right they have very expensive lifestyle and marcos imelda had yeah. three thousand pairs of shoes and this and that yeah. so, so so he declared martial law what, but why why did he, he do that Be, to, to justify that it was needed because of you know little skirmishes here and there oh, okay you know and total power so the, he wanted total power Interesting. and military law military wow. law and that was one of the big impetuses for you for you to 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 leave, correct? No, I already have. I already have a visa. Okay. Yeah, I was just waiting for the ticket. I okay. Have, I was a student because dad was, you know, was already here. Okay, good. So, it's amazing. <sighs> that's a lot. That is a lot. That's the if that's like the trade the, the 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 dirty training grounds for a nurse. If yeah. you want to really become a real nurse, you got to go to that hospital that you were talking. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to. You don't even have to uh, to do to do. To go to that hospital because there's a lot of remote islands that need doctors, mm-hmm. and because they're, remember the Filipinos don't know how to sue, they don't. There's no lawsuits against uh, legal against the the medical, uh, uh, you know, whoever. But it's it's a it's a one of the doctors that I know. <laughs> Malika knows him, Doctor Diaz. Mm-hmm. He was in one of those uh, one of these. Programs where you do rural health, rural health nursing, uh-huh. and he went to the he delivered babies at home, and one he would never forget it. I would never forget it too. One of the babies that he delivered was breech. In other words, it wasn't a separate yeah. presentation. So when they actually delivered the baby at home, the baby's head fell off because they were just yeah. Oh. 
he said that was the grossest thing he's ever experienced. That's the but it's a good but it lived. It's a good experience. It's a good experience because because it's you know it's I'm, like that's said, the craziest thing on, on Filipino that would traumatize me beyond all recognition feel free to take a break <laughs> listener pause the episode okay unpause it we'll come back. I, I cannot imagine yeah that would be the most traumatizing that thing is, I would ever see in my lifetime like, oh, my most traumatizing thing was, was seeing this guy's leg cut off oh and that the reason why I don't trust nurse anesthetist was because this one nurse was also an OBGYN nurse and all kinds of I mean he because you're the one nurse yeah. and she was also the nurse anesthetist she had no training right. anyway she was pregnant and guess what she had to have a cesarean section she died because nobody could give her anesthesia oh, yeah. you know uh, wow I mean it's talk about talk about talk about Please, baby talk about i mean that's what there's a lot of you know operation brotherhood and doctors without borders that do this kind of thing yeah. because growing up also you see a lot of kids with cleft palate goby used to make fun of them because they don't they talk funny goby used to make fun of people with clefts with cleft palates because the, because we i grew up with people with and they, nice. speak, they you, speak funny. we love you funny you know but you don't see that anymore because now okay. now they get surgery right away, but they have, they have a little scar. But the Philippines, you grow up with kids with with black palettes yeah. all the time. Yeah, you know, and they could they. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. But they talk funny. You know, kids can be cruel. Sure. Gobi can be real cruel. Still talking about making fun oh, of these oh, yeah. people. I can imagine Gobi. I, I grew up with kids <laughs> with polio. Who wouldn't walk. Yeah, you know, so. I like you know the first time I've ever actually ever had the time. Remember, there was no medicine then. There was yeah. no. There's nothing available. Um, my mother was a big believer of fix paper up, so everything can be cured by fix. Yeah. Put fix over there, and fix over there. We put yeah. the fix in the, on the boiling water, and then you use the it's as a nebulizer. Mm-hmm. So the first time I, had, I really had a bad headache, so I had aspirin. I'm like, wow, the headache is gone. Yeah. I said, this is amazing. Yeah. This yeah. is truly amazing. Yeah. You know, so there was no because people. My mom was the was a was an apothecary. She Your would, mom was? Uh, well, she, she mix up all these things uh-huh. and make potions out of them. And yeah. She's an apothecary. <laughs> yeah. she, she's, medicine you know, she's woman. Medicine, what, <laughs> you Quinn. learn. The thing is, Dr. Quinn medicine. She knew, she knew which, which, um, which herbs or leaves to, you know, to grind up when, yeah. she used to grind up or make tea out of guava leaves. <laughs> was it good tea? Well, it just tastes like tea, but it's, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's a, it's a ginger, you know, ginger. Love tea. Yeah, so. Awesome. Well, mom, that was a lot. That was, a, that was a, some good stories there. I think our, we, we could keep going with it, but you know, I think, I think for the sake of time, we're going to start switching to some family questions. What, what do you say? I agree. Okay. Should we, should we get a new, a new jingle? Should, them, why not? Okay. Special times. Okay. Friday, day after Thanksgiving, and we're live. We're okay. All- John, J- Jonathan, would you, would you mind just making up a new family questions Absolutely. song? Here we go. Here we go. Here family go. questions. Here comes family questions. Ah, so lovely. Thank you, Jonathan. So, Mom, you, you already know how this works. I've asked you for family questions for the, pretty much all summer. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just, we're just going to fire them rapid fire at you and, and, and see what comes up, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Question number one. This one comes from Malika. Malika wants to know, did you get any grief for marrying a white guy? Not anymore because Gloria was the first. Right. So she, 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 she <laughs> broke through the And I was already in barrier. America. Yeah. yeah. Forget that. Okay. So no grief at all. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Oh. I like it. Okay. Oh, no. Question answer. Question we like answer. Americans. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is from a guy named Jonathan Labrador. You might not remember, so I'll just read off his question for you. Um, what, in your mind, or why, what started the tradition of having maybe every party being at your home? Oh, that's so easy. Great. Because, Great. remember, Grandpa, that when my dad was alive, every time we had a three-day weekend, he'd call everybody up and they go, come on over. This could be our last Wait, holiday. Well, what was the culprit uh, of you have to come? Yeah, yeah. Or, you have else. To come. or else this could be our last. It's same thing with, <laughs> same thing, thing, same thing with this could be my last birthday. He did that to me for 10, 20 years. Yeah. Oh. This could be my last birthday. You know, you gotta have a birthday. You can't decorate for Christmas because it's December 10th is my birthday. You can't have a party at my birthday because if you don't have a party, it could be my last. That's easy. So he threatened every family member. It was fear. <laughs> they were fear party. Yeah. Every time there is a three-day weekend, at least a three-day weekend, right. he'd, uh, he would be on that phone calling everybody. You know, Roya, you got to come here. Uh, oh, don't forget. Don't worry about Edna. She'll, she'll, yeah. she'll just like, like, he'd, yeah. like he'd contribute. Heck no, you know. So, yeah, don't worry about that. She's got a big house. You guys come home over. Oh, and, so, wow. and, and then it finally happened. Was that hard on you? Not at all. Okay. I loved it. But it finally happened. On the, uh, he died Memorial Day. You know, everybody was there. He was feeling so good because everybody was there as usual. He even called Sam, Pito's uh, best friend in San Diego. Sam, this, so today weekend I'm getting old. You got to come over here. Oh, yeah, we're going to have play poker. He was so happy. And then when everybody's gone, I was about to go to work on Tuesday. This was a Monday. Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I, I know already. Because there was nothing going on downstairs. Usually, Dad would be up first, and he'd be cooking down there. He'd be having coffee, mm-hmm. my coffee, and I'm going. Oh. Everything's so quiet. So, so I went to his room, and yeah, he's, he's, he's But he died happy. He died in his sleep. Yes. He didn't. He didn't dirty up the bed. He didn't get incontinent at all. He was just cold, and he had, you know, none of this, you know, none of this uh, sure. rigor mortis kind of. I'm, you know, I'm in pain. He, but he. The only the only thing is that the the night before that, uh, he just said, "Okay, I'm going to bed now." Pop, okay. Do you want food? Usually he he eat food first. No, nah, no, nah, I'm okay. So he just went to bed early, earlier yeah. than normal. Yeah. And you know, the next day I I like kind of knew, and uh, the only thing is that when I called, the pe- like when I called, the I don't know who I called, um, they said, "Oh, you have to call call the police, ma'am." I said, "Oh, okay. Why is that? Because they just want to make sure that nothing." Uh, that nothing funny ever happened. Said, yeah. Okay, fine. So I had to call the police. The police came, mm-hmm. you know, with their horns blaring, couple of cop oh, cars, yeah. and an ambulance. Yeah. Jeez. And, and so I was there, and I was like, okay, who's my dad? Yeah. You know, and asked me all kinds of questions. Said, I don't know anything. All I know is yeah. that he died happy. Mm-hmm. So then when I called work, I, got, I had to call everybody in. I called your dad. I remember the exact morning when it happened. Oh, my God. I went to school that day. Yeah, I know. I don't even remember if your dad was home. I don't. I don't remember mm-hmm. any of that stuff. I remember you waking me up and telling me at like 
you know, six, that already seven done? o'clock. Because he, because he, uh, he could have been gone. He, 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 yeah, he used to go to work. Yeah. Anyway, fifth grade, I remember. I called, I called work. I talked to somebody and I said, I, I, I must have said my dad died. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they go, Buddha died? Remember Buddha? Yes. The dog? No, Bobby. It's my dad. My dad is dead. <laughs> Buddha died? Yeah. Why would I call in for yeah. Buddha? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when he went to bed that night. I remember hearing him breathing like the breathing was like the funny he, thing. he had a very odd like it was like a, a yeah an odd it's called loud it's called the stertorous breathing yeah you know but he was fine i took his blood pressure and you know which okay. i usually usually do and i go you sure pop because the last thing your dad my dad would want is to die in the in the hospital yeah. you know so mm. Yeah, that's so. I can just hell imagine Lolo though, like pulling out like a Rolodex and just you know, going through each yeah. number one by one. Hey, you better show up yeah. at this party. That's right, because <laughs> that's right. That's that's my dad. He had he had his own. Did you see that? I still have it. He, he had his own Rolodex and the yeah. phone book. And, and and I remember he would sharpen his pencil oh, yes. with a knife. Yes. He had a Even knife and a he would sharpen them. Even yeah. though I have I a, used that sharpener many times yeah. already. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's that because he was on. Of the old school, and he he even had the thing for his ear. He doesn't. He didn't like the Q-tip. Yeah. He had a little spoon just to remove oh, right. that. Joseph uses that. The spoon. Ah. The spoon. Little spoon to remove the the, the I uh, use it today. Oh, nice. Yeah. It feels good. The ear spoon. It hurts sometimes if you go too hard. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> Man, I I also remember every morning when he would wake up, he would do these exercises. Oh, yeah. Good in bed. morning, America. And then, he'd, and then he'd say something in 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 uh, in, uh, in Ilocano. Uh-huh. Uh, in America, the life is hard in America. We used, to, you know, and, and he, would, guy, he, he used to laugh. He used to actually be gleeful when he hears things like "so and so died in the Philippines." Ah, I'm still alive. Ah. You know, funny guy. That <laughs> well, was a funny guy, uh, man. Man, I'm telling he, you, he outlived a lot of people. He That's sure did. He made. He he almost made it to ninety. That's pretty good. Eight to nine. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got another question here. This question is from Casey. Casey wants to know where do you want to retire? Ah. Well, I have this house in the Philippines. That's probably where I'll end up. Punta being. Fuego. Punta Fuego. Mm. Can you tell us what what it's like? Is it is it like is it like Hawaii? Is it like, is it you know it's like a, a resort? Like what's it like? That that's the reason I like Punta Fuego is that it's not it's not commercialized. Yeah, it's really private. Yeah, and uh, and uh, when your dad died, I didn't know what to do with myself. Then you serio and mm-hmm. and uh, so we went there, Casey and I. And I yeah. go, oh, this is the place I'm gonna retire. My money is yeah. gonna go a long ways. It's fifty basis to one. Yeah. you know. And uh, so I started building a house. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably, probably we'll, we'll, here we'll or there. Make it there. I would love to record a podcast there. Just, just yeah. sit there. We can invite, Beth invite and Beth, Beth and, and Anna Lou. Austria's. Yeah, Anna Lou. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. That'd be awesome. Yes. That's too bad that uh, that Chuandor is gone now. Yeah. So he he was my source. He was actually uh, uh, my because he was the only relative that's alive. Mm. I used to email him, yeah. and he would give me all the details about the the, the Austria Francisco, yeah. Francisco Austria Rosario, Isidoro uh, Rosario, Francisco Austria. Okay. So he would give me the details of the courtship and how many kids yeah. and this and that and that because my mom also had stories, mm-hmm. but I wasn't as interested as I was after the fact. So yeah. after mm-hmm. she's gone, 
I know it's it's always so sad. I I like I wish I could have t- we could have gotten some of those good. So this World is War this is good. This is good what stories. you're doing because then you know your my yeah. great great grandkids they'll know of Bakal and they'll know of Bakal 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 and Tentai. I have to redo my speech. Bakal and Tentai. Oh my gosh! To this day, I go oh. No, my God. You're still a little bit scared, yeah. Well, because it's, it, it's, it was in my indelible in my memory when they buy back Bakal's coming, Bakal is coming. Uh, I'm, there. She's sick. I'm going to eat you. Yeah. No, no, not, uh, 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 no, maybe maybe Bakal's the mystery guy. <laughs> he, he could be interesting. Okay, Father, ask, ask Uncle Peter about, ask Peter about Bakal, sure probably would know who that is. I, he's probably just a regular guy, he's probably just a regular guy who's just slow. Yeah, we were all scared yeah. of him. He probably, he probably actually was the funniest dude in the village. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about funny. He was just oh, slow. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If, I think if given the chance, he might even probably dance in front of you or something. He's yeah, rain of, dance, something crazy. Yeah, something yeah. crazy. Something crazy. We used to do that actually. Kids can be cruel, you know. Yeah, that's the theme. That's the motto of this pod. Kids can be cruel. Can be cruel. Kids can be very cruel, yeah. making fun of the disabled. So this question is from Joseph Labrador. He asks, can you tell us a story about when Buddha bit someone in the balls and drew blood? I had a contractor, he's Chinese, and I had a contractor come to the house to give me an estimate because at the time we were thinking about doing the kitchen, redoing the kitchen, and doing the roof, okay? So this Chinese guy was giving me an estimate in the backyard, and I always made sure that Buddha would not be would not be around because he's a you know he 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 was he was pretty he was a wild dog wild yeah. dog yeah but man somehow he loved, he, he, he was you. able to come out and bit my Chinese guy and he drew blood <laughs> no. in the groin and I go oh my god oh my god oh my god how did you see blood it, it was coming out of his groin the pant like through his pants yes. And he's, he's got his hand, he's got his hand over his, it was his crotch. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. So we got Buddha and I go, you got the job, you got the job. He said that? Oh, you, oh, he said. I, I gave him, I gave him the job. Like, no deal. <laughs> oh no, I gave no. him the job. He, okay. I gave him the job. Of course, yeah. Because, yeah. because he, he would have, he, he could easily have sued me. He was a contractor for what? The kitchen? Well, he was a, a contractor because I was doing, I was, we were thinking about doing the, 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 the kitchen yeah. and the sure. and the roof and a couple other things. And I probably gave you more than I should because yeah. but because Buddha was Yeah. Now oh my god. Is there a possibility that he knew you had a wild dog and he had no. like blood capsules in <laughs> and he let Buddha out knowing that this would scare it you was the first time he and, and you would that's, get the job. That's a classic um Chinese contractor tactic. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Oh my gosh, he drew blood on me. And then out of fear, the deal is done. Yeah. I gotta say, man, that Buddha, I, I love that doggy. Like, yeah. for real. I, I love he, was, he wasn't always like that. He was a great dog, but then one day, yes. one day he ran out of the house. He, like, like, he um, and he, he got hit by a car and his personality changed. And, and he came running back yeah. to us. Yeah. You know, so, but then after, and then, oh. then his, after that, his personality changed. Yeah. Oh, really? <sighs> yeah. Oh, just, Circling back to to the brain tumor, you know, obviously, you know, when you have something affecting your brain, do you feel like your personality or anything changed, or did you, did you feel different pre tumor and post at all? Oh, definitely. 
because I had a lot. I used to have a lot of headaches before, right. when, when I had the tumor. Uh-huh. I had lots of headaches, so I was, I had, uh, I was on yeah. all kinds of uh, painkillers. Okay. But after the surgery, yeah, my my brain's clearer. Yeah, lots clearer, clearer. Right. So don't play you in Scrabble after <laughs> the brain tumor, post brain tumor. Yeah, yet, that was the time. Don't play you in Scrabble. Yeah, I still beat you. Yeah, you play. I understand that you play JR quite often in, in Words with Friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it pretty even? What would you say? What do you think? I can. Is he, he's pretty good. He's a worthy adversary. He's a very worthy adversary. Mm. Like because let me tell you, when I was in the Philippines, Kevin, Kevin is a. Uh, is Santiago is Beth's, Beth's son. He wanted me to teach him how to play words. Mm. So I taught him, okay, okay. Never, rule number one, because he, he would use his S's. S is a really good letter. You just don't say sis. That's, you're, you're wasting two letters for, for a number, for a score of three. Yeah. You know? So, and the name of the game is if you're able to use all seven, make sure that you maximize where it is. Yeah. You never forget it. Sure. Yeah. He never did. It's all about placement. Yeah, be slick. It's, it's all about slick. placement and the use of and and you and, and good vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. And you, uh, there's stats in here. You have about ten thousand more words of different words you've used than I do. I'm better at using the board. You have the vocabulary. Yeah. Because I like to use words. And the New thing about words. words for with the friends is that you'd be surprised at what words are actually acceptable. I'm like, what? That word is good. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's what's exciting about the trial and error. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I up? Yes. Okay. Dude. I got I got a couple more. So this one is from me. I would like to know: Did you ever need to, or did you do you remember having a birds and the bees talk with either Casey or I? Like, no, because it, you guys know more than me. Right. Because I I remember we already had like sex ed in school, and so so okay. So you never had to do that. Nah. Okay. All right. No, but you never asked me. But you did more, a lot more. There was sex education already at St. Mm-hmm. Joseph. At, we on, just, at fifth grade. Was, yeah, Steve didn't listen to that one. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have one. Okay. From me. Oh. Ooh, JR. Yes. From me. Like, as I grew older now, I, I love the great <clears throat> memories, but I also remember how, like, terrible kids we are, and we had some bad habits. Jonathan, I, even maybe even Steve. And we were always at your home all summer, maybe all fall. Mm-hmm. What were some of our worst habits that you remember? Mm-hmm. Us being I, I I know one. I could I I to this day I have no idea why you would film a cockroach <laughs> <laughs> doing its thing all over the house. And it's like, why would you follow in that stupid cockroach and filming it? What? You know, and yeah. all the films that you guys did with with with, with Jonathan playing a playing about crazy man, and, <laughs> and, and then you were you were outside the the the, the house playing all kinds of um, yeah. filming. You were you were video you were video hungry. Is what it is. So what did I you know, were thirsty. You, you were somebody film a cockroach. Was that you? I, I think it was Joseph. Was it was, it was you and Joseph? Oh, yeah, you guys were up in the middle of the night filming. Yeah, a cockroach. What I the heck? It. That's Joseph. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. That that's him. I, I was not interested in and filming then the this thing about what was that for? The <laughs> killer. The killer, and you you got him in the in the in the yeah. in the bathroom, and yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it was fun. Okay. I like the fact that. The, the the you know the the food can be out there and you guys would be <laughs> yeah we did it I remember we wasted a lot of water bottles 
Yeah, you did. We did. There was a lot of open water plants we never finished, and that's okay because I used them to water the plants okay. anyway. And I remember you threw away my toothbrush one because it's so old. <laughs> she remembered it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. You, I, I had bad uh, oral hygiene when I was a kid. I, this one, I it's a toothbrush. The yeah. toothbrush. You got to change your toothbrush every three months. Okay. I mean, yeah. So you, I threw it out. I'm sure because yeah, because I threw it away. You didn't even tell me. Well, because it's it was, was bad. It was better that I didn't brush my teeth that morning. Yeah. No, because the, I remember I put out a new toothbrush for you. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Do not ever use a toothbrush that's already got the, the brushes laying down. You know, just, yeah. that's, 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 just, that's just so un, un Labrador. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to tell you, though, in the Philippines, oh, we had toothbrushes then, and we used them to death, you know. Right. But I don't know. I only remember my grandma, Chidora. Okay, this is another good memory of grandma Chidora because she didn't know how to use that. No, there was no toothbrushes then, so they used they used to to, to chew on betel nut because no, that's, because that's how they clean their mouth. Yeah. There was no chew, chewing gum, betel or b e t a t l betel betel nuts that comes from the the uh, the the coconut something. Okay. Yeah, and so it makes your your okay. mouth. Kind of green, a red. <laughs> sure, it wasn't blood. Fact checker. <laughs> the nuts are so sharp and hard. Metal nuts. You know. Okay. Hey, well, mom, I got one more. This is the last okay. question. Okay. This is from Sam. Sammy. Hmm? When's the next party? Oh, I was actually thinking about that. Yeah. We might have another luau. So maybe, may, maybe summer 2019 or like maybe spring. Next year. Sometimes when the, when the weather gets warm and people are off work. Mm. Okay. All right, family. Attention. Family party, Strathern House, summer 2019. Okay. That, right. that sound good? You're invited, guy from Man, uh, Isle of Man. Okay. Yeah, Isle of Man, you're coming. Okay. All right. I forget. Is there another segment or are we moving on? We had a new-ish game. Oh, we, we did? We did have a new game. Right. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. did you prepare it? I didn't prepare anything. I did. Oh, you did? Okay, good. Did. Take it away. I did. So, Sorry, just sorry to interject. <clears throat> the areca nut is the fruit of the areca palm. Areca, That's uh, it. Areca palm. There's a scientific word for it. Areca catechu. Okay. Grows in much chewing habit linked to oral cancer. Oh. Oh, they didn't know that. People chew that kind of nut. Is According it red? Wikipedia. Red? Apparently, yes. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Excellent. Thank you, Jonathan. Now we know. Um, maybe put a little something. You've heard, too, you've heard some of our episodes where we would play a game called Which Brother is Worse? This one's a little bit different where we ask you about your kids in a little game we call Which Child is Worse? Which Child is Worse? That's not fair. I only have two. <laughs> well, that makes it easy. It makes the game simple. Either so I'm going to ask you a series of either habits or things, or, or and you just let us know okay. which child is worth, worse, Casey or Steve, and give us maybe a short reason why. All right. Okay. okay. Here we go. And Steve had nothing to do with this list. I'm scared. Uh, he did put nothing of this together. I had to help with Joseph and Jonathan with this one. So, uh, Auntie Edna, which child is worse? Sense of humor. Casey. Yes. Oh. She does not have a sense of humor. At all. At all. Okay. So just jokes fly right by her, huh? That's right. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> they say, uh... <laughs> All right. Which child is worse? Bathroom cleanliness. Are, are you talking about neatness? Sure. However you want to define so it. Casey has a very, very disorderly bathroom. Yes. Okay. She has a very disorderly bedroom. And her shoes are everywhere. <laughs> okay. So she believes in airing the shoes. Don't ask me why, but her shoes, her the shoes, shoes everywhere. Yes. So you see, you believe this mm. uh, relates to the bathroom plan? Yes. Well, not 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 hygiene. Yeah. It's not definitely not hygiene. Not hygiene. But yeah, she's yeah. got. If you want to include hygiene, you can. Yeah. On, I don't know about that, but she's got things everywhere. Yeah. She, okay. Yeah. She might have me on hygiene, but bathroom cleanliness. I remember like her the whole. Oh the whole God. counter was hers. I remember it. Got it. Okay. Still. Yeah. So Casey. So so far we have Casey. Casey. Uh, which child was worse on Vietnam? Cooking. Who's worse at cooking? Uh, Steve. Casey can cook. <laughs> Casey can cook. Has Steve ever? I I tried to cook for like six months. I, I remember when I moved back home, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start making some food. Stuff, huh? I tried to like bake a steak. On, you know, like like it's <laughs> like terrible ideas. Yeah, if it rhymes, it works. <laughs> Your dad used to use ketchup in, on steaks. Yeah, only way to make it, it taste good. Okay, now which one is worse? Overall table manners. Casey, Casey, choose loud. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know how many times I told her don't loud and close proud. your mouth and chew. Oh. <laughs> Did she chew with her mouth open? Yes. Oh, okay. Steve, I I, I used to, I used to, and then jo Joseph let me know, and then he Joseph put is an the that. hardest stickler when it comes to people who chew with their mouth open. Yeah, yeah. He, he hates it. smackers. He hates it. Oh, That's lip smackers. Yeah, she, he, he, it's Casey. If you're hearing this, don't chew with your mouth closed. <laughs> yep. Nope. PSA. Uh, which child is worse, being argumentative? Definitely Casey. <laughs> <laughs> As, do you have any recollection of Steve arguing back, talking back? Yeah. Just today. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He would. Yeah. Today we had an argument. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, this is similar to bathroom cleanliness. Which child is worse? Bedroom maintenance. Oh, definitely, Casey. Are you kidding me? Yeah. She's got boxes everywhere. Yeah. yeah, airing out everything. We answered that oh, one. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> she, she hoards, too. There's a lot of stuff oh, in her room. That's for sure. She doesn't throw away anything. Mm -hmm. Mail, magazines. She just, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Which child is worse? <laughs> Temperament. Casey. Oh. <laughs> you, do you want to go on with this? Because <laughs> I got a couple more. Yeah, I got a couple more. <laughs> I'm sure Steve will punctuate. Oh, yeah. How about this? Punctuality. Case, uh, the worst? Worse. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> this one, this one, I'm sure this is going to be Steve. <laughs> which, which child is worse? Crying. When they were a kid or a baby, whatever you remember the best. I only remember Steve crying when he can't understand. So he, he uh, does it today. So yeah. so yeah. so when he when because I'd be I'd be I'd be saying things like the cow jumped over the moon. Well, how can the cow jump over the moon? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. So so you really cry. Still makes me want to cry. I don't understand how I the cow jumped over the moon. I'm gonna give that to Steve just because he cried about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. We only have a couple more. 
Which child is worse? Choice of significant other in high school. Ooh. Boyfriends or girlfriends? It's kind of tough. You never had anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so would that make me worse? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not even a choice. Okay, okay, so, so that, he didn't have anyone until, yeah. until college. Yeah, he was just bad. I was a late bloomer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Steve, I mean, I was in the same boat with yeah. you. I never had one girlfriend throughout my high school year. Yeah. I'm going to give that to Steve. I'm going to give yeah. that to Steve. Okay, that's fair. And finally, which child is worse? Being an overall Filipino. In whatever definition you feel... Mm. Bodies of Filipino. Who do you think is either more or less Filipino? I think both of them. <laughs> We're both bad. Both of them. Oh, they're both no. bad at it. No, they're both. They're both not Filipino. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> an acceptable answer. I like that answer. Uh, I approve that answer. Brood, in fact, when when Casey was in Europe, I guess she was eating in a restaurant, uh, you know, uh, uh, mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. And there were people at the other table figuring out. What do you think? What do you think? Shall we ask her? What do you think? So they finally had the courage to ask her, what nationality are you? She said she's half Filipino. And they go, oh, that's it! Because they couldn't figure out what she was. So wow. It's always a mystery. Yeah. I've, right. I've gotten everything. Okay, great. There okay. you go. And okay. just for a quick tally, so yeah. which child is worse? Humor, Casey. Bathroom cleanliness, Casey. Cooking, Steve. Table manners, Casey. Argumentative, Casey. Better maintenance, Casey. Temperament, Casey. Punctuality, Casey. Crying, Steve. <laughs> High school boyfriend, girlfriend, Steve. Uh, and you, they both are equally bad Filipinos. I don't know about bad Filipinos. They're not Filipino, period. Do I need to change the name of the podcast? Well, yeah. this is your I'm way of Filipino of, in I, people. I, I, I think I, this is what I think mm. is that you you want to be Filipino, so you're trying to learn as much as you can about being a Filipino. I'm trying to and connect, you're, and you're and you're, uh, you're you're definitely doing it well. Oh, right. Thanks, Which Mom. is what matters. And, is and this effort. is what matters is that this is an archive, you know, yeah. and. Uh, so, like I said, 20 years from now, Malia's family, Malia's yeah. kids will probably go, that's my grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that uh, my grandma talking? That's, that's, well, thank you for playing the game. Which child is worse? That sounds like a song. That sounds like which child. It's like a, a Christmas song, isn't it? Yeah. Which child is which child worse? worse? Sorry, I had to do my Michael Bublé right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'd like for you to be able to, yeah. to draw Bacal and Tentai. Okay. That will be good. Okay. All right. I'm sure, I don't know about Pito. Pito might remember Bacal. I don't know if he'll remember then because he, he was like, you know, he's eight years old. Uh, Legends of the Philippines. We now have a, we, we have a, we have a couple of missions now. We got to find Bacal, Tentai, and we're still looking for Auntie Oria's box of memorabilia. Mem- oh, no, no, no. What happened to it? <gasps> what happened? Well, remember, Gobi, Gobi went to live with Auntie Oria in the Philippines uh, when Kuyang and Jojo broke up. Kaina, Kaina. Okay. So him and 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 JP and uh, Beth went to live with Auntie Oria, and there was and and he, he Auntie Oria actually had a manuscript uh, that I saw myself uh, in her handwriting, and uh, so there all those pictures, the Elpidio Quirino, her pictures yeah. with Kesson, Gobi has them, or he, she let Gobi have them, and then when we went back to see Auntie Oria, she gave us more. Okay. We act, I actually saw those pictures. Okay. So it's not a mystery. She she got them back. 
Uh-huh. So she has them, and but but the the box of memorabilia it's in the Philippines. Well, until Mount Pinatubo. Oh, you think you think putting a tubo well, covered that's how it up? She died because when we went to Antioria, when we went to see him in '88, that's the first time I've ever been back. First time Gloria's ever yeah. been back, and my dad. So it was the three of us because we wanted we wanted to see Antioria because oh. we thought that you know she might she was already in her nineties yeah. and she she was uh, a head nurse at here in California, and she retired in the Philippines and they had a house in San Narciso. And she was well, well kept, yeah. well kept, tended for, and yeah. just amazingly kept. They didn't expect us at all, at all. And she was just so clean. So she remembered, uh, uh, she remembered dad. She was very, very clean. And uh, and she, she, you know, the 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 the, the people that she's she, that are taking care of her yeah. is actually a family. Uh-huh. And they gave us lunch and all that. And she showed us all the pictures and said, "Dad, you can have this. You can yeah. have that. You can have that." So she was back in San Narciso. Okay. And San Narciso was in the center of Mount Pinatubo right. eruption. And that's when she died. A lot of, a lot of uh, uh, people died in yeah. Mount Pinatubo. And she was one of them. Wow. So I don't know if she was buried. But I don't really know what yeah. happened. But I, I only know that she, uh, mm-hmm. after Mount Pinatubo eruption. So that's where the box is too. She, whatever yeah. that box yeah. was. The, okay. the pictures that, that Peter's talking about. I have some of them actually. Oh, good. Yeah, good. I have I have her with with Kesson and her picture of uh, a Peter Quirino I have okay. somewhere. But the physical box itself is destroyed. I don't know what else is left yeah. because Gobi Gobi has a lot of them. You yeah. know, it's a lot of them. Well, if you have any of those pictures that you could find, I mean, I, to scan I, them. It's in one of the. Yeah. It's in one of okay. the All right. things. All right. Quick corrections and retraction. Corrections and retractions. So. After episode four, Uncle Pito's episode, you sent me and JR quite a lengthy or, you know, list of texts ah. about things that we maybe got wrong or didn't get wrong. So I just kind of want to read through oh, sure. it real quick. And if anything pops up, you can sort of make a remark about it. So you, 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 you wrote to us, corrections. It wasn't Amado Labrador who survived the death That's march. Right, he never was. It was his youngest Labrador son, Alfonso. Alfonso. And then... Okay, so that was Al- okay. So he survived the death march. Alfonso and corrected, corrected. Yeah, we need we need like a corrected sounder. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Gavel. There you go. Okay, you came to America in March twenty third, nineteen seventy three. Martial law was declared in seventy two. We established that. Your first house was in Sun Valley. The yep. pool. The pool was at the Hemingway House. Right. Okay, you met Ding. Hollywood Presbyterian Hospital when you were dating Dave. That no, was, no, no. That's what you wrote. You no. met Ding when you were dating. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Okay. Corrected. Oh, correct. Oh, possible. <laughs> Might need Ding now to to correct that correction of retractions. Okay. Uh, and so that was in '76. Right. Okay. So let's go. We we move on. You talk about. Uh, Auntie Oria, she was a graduate of the UP, uh, the yeah. first UP nur- nursing class. We, and you suspect her son, Abet, actually, Abet, uh, Abet was Manuel Quezon's. Yeah. So, so, the, so Quezon ties to, to Auntie Oria. Manuel continue. Quezon. She was, she was Quezon's uh, nurse when he, he went to Saranac, when he died in Saranac Bay, yeah. in New York. Went to the uh, submarine and mm-hmm. paid um, MacArthur something like 250000 to escape the Japanese. To escape. Corrected. <laughs> Your dad was named after Quezon, Manuel Quisol. Right. Quisol is his, uh, is his mom's 
made a name, which is right. actually Chinese. Right. His yeah. mom is Chinese. Kizo. Kizo. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but it was, it was, it might, it might have been two words, mm-hmm. but uh, it's now Kizo. It became right. Kizo and, instead of Kizo. And you wrote Kizol. that his mom, Gavina, was pure Chinese. Correct. So, Gavina it ends up being Gavina. A, Bing's, a, a Bing's name. Yeah, yeah. Gavina. Gavina. Theodora was the chosen bride of Austria. Yes. Uh, your grandpa, Austria, was an altar boy in the 60s. Okay, cool. Yes. A, a lot of this, we already we covered at the top of the podcast. This is great. Um, Gloria was 19 when she met John. It was the yeah. first time you saw your dad cry. We got yes, that one. there you go. Theodora, uh, Theodora, Austria, is the oldest relative that you've ever known. Yeah. And you, I you, used to like playing with their, you know how, yeah. that, this thing. Yeah, the arm big. flaps. Arm flabbies. I used to like playing. The with dragon them. wings. I, 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 I sit on her. Lap and, <laughs> and just play with her arms. Yeah. Arms. I loved it. It just flaps. Okay. And the last corrections and retractions. You you mentioned that that Pito was like Uncle Rooting. Yes. In appearance, Rooding. he who he was a cook in the in the name. Yeah. So are you saying Rooting was a cook? Rooting. Like Rooting was a cook. Rooting was a cook. And he became John Wayne's and yes. Bob Hope's cook. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Rooting was was like a cook to the stars. He was the, yeah because he, he he actually visited us when I was living with uh, with, with grandpa uh-huh. at our apartment in uh, in uh, in, yeah. in LA yeah and I had nothing but he ah you have something let me see what's in your freezer and pretty soon I had like a whole meal wow it was amazing he was like a master chef he's a master chef yeah he replaced that something for out of whatever I had and then you also wrote that. He, he blew all of his naval yes. pay in one night in Vegas. Correct, because you know, I guess when you uh, when you when you got out of the navy, you get some some kind of uh-huh. pay, and it's, to him, it's easy. This is this is uncle. Easy come, easy go. So he went to Las Vegas. Did he probably did some whoring in Las Vegas? And he was, <laughs> you know, sure, you know, perfect. Yeah, and blew all his money and came back to LA, and we had nothing. So he started cooking for the okay. Oh, 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 he cooked for uh, Norms. Norm's restaurant. Oh, the restaurant chain. Yes, that's right. And he would take the steaks home. Ooh. I remember that. See? Which he, Norm's? In a, the one in LA. The, the one, one that it used in, to be in like LA, West LA like on, on like Pico no, or it's something? No, on, it's, on, it's on Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard and, uh, and Vermont. There was oh, okay. a Norm's restaurant there. Oh, nice. And, uh, and uh, he used to, he was the cook there and he used to take the steaks home. <laughs> Amazing. Uncle Ruding is probably okay. looks like Jonathan even. Mm-hmm. He's really? a little guy. He's such a he's such a an energetic. Yeah. Energetic. Uh, sounds like me. Yeah. Very energetic. You know? Easy come, easy go. Yeah. I like that. And he, well, he finally got married and he's got a couple of kids. Okay. I don't know what happened to them. Okay. Well, we're gonna start to wrap up. Is is there anything that you love about being a Labrador? Is there that, that you want to The fact just... that I was born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have been I could have been not born. Right. They had birth yeah. control. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. What do you like being a lover? Yeah, the fact that I was even born. The fact that you're alive. The fact that I you know, I could have been easily if there was birth control. Uh-huh. The last three the Peter probably wouldn't have been here, yeah. you know. And uh I mm-hmm. survived all kinds of stuff. Imagine that. You survived everything. I, yeah, plus plus the fact yeah. that I had a really good childhood. I mean everything else yeah. is you know, has come really easily to me. Yeah. So it's I can honestly say that it's it's uh-huh. great being here. That's awesome. Well, That's great. it's great that you that you're here. It's great to see you, and thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing all these stories. 
we got done, man. I think we are a done. A done. With that, mom, do you know what we say when we wrap up? Good night. Good night. Uh, yeah. America? Sure. We've sure. never said All right, that. let's say it. Let's say let's it. Be kind to one another. In, in unison. All right. One and a two. Good night, America. That's what I said. For the fight to go down, four Filipino kids cracking jokes out loud. Cracking on the ring girls. Cracking on the boxers. Cracking on their shorts. And cracking on the sponsors. But I don't know.